What's up, everybody? It's the TGIF Podcast, episode number eight. Oh, the eight. drugs episode. Let's do some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ernest Ryan. I'm here with Killigreg17. Hello, hello. How are you? Very well. How about yourself? Very good. And I'm here with Megastar Mark as well. How you guys doing? Uh, everyone excited to talk about some drugs today? Cannot yeah, man. Wait. Cannot wait. Uh, this episode was requested or suggested, I guess, not requested by my very good friend Ashley, who said, I need to do an episode on drugs because I just watched Dinosaurs, A New Leaf. And it's fantastic. So, uh, so that's why we're doing this. And it's coming out on 420. Right now it's 420. Yep. So enjoy right. some substances. Look at that. Uh, responsibly. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, last episode was failed TJF shows. It was a lot of fun. It was a wacky ride. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got some people on Twitter that actually said they liked those shows, which I was shocked by. Yeah. Right. Which ones? And also unfriended. Sorry. <laughs> we can get the Iron Sheik to follow us. Okay. We don't need we don't need Let's... the Billy fan out there. <laughs> I love Billy. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh that was interesting. I was surprised by that. There were some fans of I forget what it was, Teen Angel maybe? Teen, I think it was I've, yeah. I yeah it was Teen Angel. Oh, enjoyed those seven episodes. I'm say, like, how long how much of an impression did Teen Angel I make? <laughs> I guess something. Some people liked it. Um, we're talking frogs. That's what TGIF is missing. Voice I mean, by, like, to be to be fair, that was like the one bright spot of that right. episode. Yep. Which Greg never saw. <laughs> oh right. I forgot. <laughs> and I am almost hundred percent positive I probably got you to watch the wrong episode this time because I think I was on <laughs> drugs when I sent these uh episode numbers. <laughs> oh my god, I screwed I mean, up three different shows wow just to be safe though i just rewatched every dinosaurs episode just just to be safe just to be safe right by the way um, i got my all my collections back can you see that i think you can see that in the back oh yeah hey, it grew yeah, baby sinclair and fran are now included all right you have, did you like purchase those from ebay or did you find them somewhere those are on amazon for like i think it was like nine dollars and fran was like fran was like 15 i feel like it was because Whoa. what's her name passed away recently yeah but still you know oh, wait so when we did that episode of dinosaurs with yeah. the long-necked lady i thought yes. you had said that jessica walters played the long-necked lady oh no no, fran. no no oh i i totally misunderstood the inform like what you were telling me it's it's no, weird dude. because she doesn't sound she's yeah. Obviously, was much younger when she did that role. She doesn't really sound like herself, if unless you listen really closely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jessica Walter passed away. That's a bummer between shows, yeah. which is a bummer. But um, I saw her daughter's message or whatever about it, and it was like, that's a great, pretty awesome way to go. I mean, she was eighty years old and went to bed in her nice New York apartment, and then never woke up. Just. Hey passing her sleep fine with me can't really beat that i mean no i would like to have more jessica walter in my life but that's that's a decent way to go so absolutely absolutely i also hope to pass away 80 years old in greg's bed um if i'm gonna die i want to be spooned when it happens exactly i am a very caring big spoon caress my hair yeah (laughs) then i spit on him (laughs) he likes that just you two in a robo dildo in between you (laughs) 
<laughs> Coming soon this summer. There's no context Rob- for that. We weren't. No, it's not. We did it before we recorded, but I still think it's funny. Robo dildo. I'm getting it out there now because I feel like over the next two hours we're gonna talk about Robo dildo. So these jackasses are making fun on my new microphone here, which looks like apparently a Robo dildo, which. That's what I bought it for, granted, but it also is a very nice microphone. It also picks up sound. Yes. You will hear me much clearer, and then I'm going to take it away halfway through. And You do sound better, Mark, and I'm thrilled. Thank you. It sound bad before, but yeah. No, I like to upgrade. This is what yeah, we do Nice here. upgrade. Nicely yeah. done. Production value is high here. That's all. Very high. So Just tr- like our episodes. So. We're already... Already in deep water. Uh, <laughs> drugs and TV. Sorry. Drugs and TV. I when uh, when Ashley suggested this, and by the way, if you want to suggest an episode, just tweet us. Pod yeah, please. Absolutely, TGIF, we'd love that. At Pod TJF, you want something? You have a good topic? Tweet it to us, um, or follow us, or whatever. Do do any of those things. So when she said this, I thought for sure, no brainer. We're gonna nail five solid drug episodes. They've got to have. Like a don't do drug. Everybody had must have right. done a don't do drugs right. episode, yep. right? My it, was, God. it was like the eighties and nineties. Like we, this was the height of don't right. do drugs. This is dare. Absolutely. This is this dare. is like everywhere. Right. Absolutely. Right. I, it was a little more tricky to find. I thought for sure I would easily find a Family Matters episode. I was shocked that there yeah. was no Full House episode on this. Oh my God! Shocked. Seriously. Okay, so the, the, there were some like dancing around the topics so there was a full house episode where stephanie has her bad girlfriend and they smoke a cigarette so it's kind of like yeah i actually think i remember that one that's so weird yeah that's that's a popular one there's an episode of step by step where which we should do someday where mark gets addicted to video games he can't stop playing and it kind of i kind of thought of as like a speed episode a little bit or something like that and so I kind of thought about that one for a few minutes, but it's it's too off the beaten path. It's more video gamey, and I'm sure we'll you, get uh, there. You pick the absolute correct step by step episode, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we hit the nail on the head there. So we have a a wath of, of a fine palette of many different perspectives. We've got the drug the drug bust episode. Mm-hmm. We've got the we've got the getting high episode. We've got trying to Somebody tries to sell marijuana episode. We've got the uh, the implied episode, I guess, for Perfect Strangers. Like yep. we're we're dancing all around it, like, but it's not actually yes. weed. And uh, what was the other one? Family Man? No. What am I missing? Oh, the alcohol episode. Yeah, which is yeah. like high school buddies get get impaired at a party, which mm. could have been weed easily, but um. So yeah, we're all over the map here. Is the first thing I thought of was it's really weird how how drugs sort marijuana. If we're going with just pot, how yeah. the the pot perception has changed over the oh last God. thirty yeah. years. Crazy. Ridiculous. I mean, just what a week ago we yes. got legal legalized in New York where we all live. Um, so literally, since the time of talking about doing this episode and doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> legal baby it's all good now it's all i'll tell good. you what i mean my neighbors were just like out on their porch smoking a bowl the other day wow uh, and it doesn't matter how legal or not legal it is it's just like you see that and you're like oh someone's yeah. gonna get in trouble yeah right right you're like yeah, oh wait no they could just, they could just do it it's 2021 man 
today, even today, I was at my place of work, which is a government building, and someone walked in stinking a weed, and the person I was with was like, oh, that person stinks of weed. I'm like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, can you go to work high? Like, you, no, you it was a person right? like doing business. It wasn't oh, the person that worked there. Yeah. yeah. Somebody like picking something up and, and they're like, oh, he, well, he smells like weed. And I like, will say so that. What? Like, I don't. <laughs> it's legal. Obviously, I don't give a shit, but we we do have people come into my place of business who just reek and they literally stink up the whole place. Like, they'll yeah, leave and yeah, it will yeah, still yeah. Reek. You like shower, like, dudes. Come I don't on. give a fuck yeah. what these people are doing yeah, in their right. free time, but at the same time, like, yeah weed etiquette come on now i'm suffering right and i think that's like the basic right now like how it's become so accepted it's just like you just you're aware of what other people and what their you know beliefs are and if you don't they don't want you smoking where you're smoking then whatever just do a good you know do it at the house no big deal you know you can't be dry i think they have law at least in new york state they were talking about laws for you know driving while impaired and right yeah don't do that yeah right right that so, all makes sense, but it's just you're right. Like back then, it was such like a, a horrific, you know, uh, a thing oh to even God. try and talk about or experiment with. Yeah. And we'll get to a couple of those episodes. Yeah, uh, step by step is the best example of that. I think 100. Absolutely. But, you know, I'm just you know, it it being legal now and all this stuff. And I know lots and lots of people who've incorporated into their life, including yep, sure. myself. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I just remember back in like my dare days, you know, like. 50 times more dangerous to your lungs than a cigarette or mm-hmm. you know, like addictive right. more addictive than crack will definitely lead to meth and, yeah right uh, you know right you're gonna do now, you're doing heroin I, mean, I will venture to say that you know the idea of it being a gateway drug like i don't think you do weed you do crack but at the same no. time like i would not just blanket disagree with that statement no i would like, not either but it's definitely the first drug anybody tries and since it's so benign you're kind of like, well, they told me this was 50 times more addictive than cigarettes, and I'm fine. Right. Maybe angel dust? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me step up my game here. because right. uh, I mean, I'm making enough? the joke, but, like, I don't know. Like, It could happen. Doing, doing weed and then finding out that it wasn't as big a deal as everyone said it was my entire life mm-hmm. right. definitely makes you think, well, maybe all this other stuff isn't quite a big, big as deal, sure. too. For sure. So, Right. I, that's like the one argument I wouldn't totally disregard. I'm, yeah. And maybe this is just because New York State has like legalized it. So I apologize to people who are listening who are in either states that have legalized it forever uh, who or haven't yet. But I always yeah. wonder, like, what it, will the gimmick wear off a little bit? Like, I feel like the first couple of years, it's going to be big boffo business. Uh, yeah. And then after a while, once it becomes like, well, it's like you can just get it anywhere. And it's just it's not a huge deal anymore. I can just go to the store and pick it up. I just feel like the because like there's a lot of buzz around it right now, but I feel like after a while it'll just become like part of the norm, which is good. It should be, um, yeah. but because I hear like, around here people are talking about getting like you know marijuana like selling licenses and how yeah. much they're going for. It's like it's like six digits. It's crazy wow. just to get a license. It's nuts. Um, and I keep thinking like in five years it's going to be down to like nothing. <laughs> That's like, yeah. once you know, those first people are going to be set up good, but after a while it's not going to be a big deal. Right. Right. It's interesting. It's an interesting time. I mean, it's it's weird too because there's lots of types. After going to a few of these places, it's like there's lots of types of things, and you don't necessarily need to be like stoned out of your mind. Like, you can get stuff that just is relaxation. Yeah, stuff. Right. Which is and what like, I use it for. That's me too. Like the only well, like I've yeah. I've 
I've like the last three years have been more like edible. I, I never really yeah. used to smoke edibles, when I was going through right, college. Right. It's all edibles now for me. We have a couple of friends that we just yeah deal out with, and it's just right. very relaxing. I don't do anything other than just kick back yeah. with it. So the last uh, last month up for my birthday, I got a few uh, pills, but they were like or gummy bears or whatever. Yeah. But they were more of like the relaxation thing and i'm like i could drive on this like i won't mm-hmm. obviously right, but right. i feel fine i just am like right. if i had to function relaxing. i could but really yeah. i just want to go to sleep i just want I'm, to chill out yeah. at the end of the day i'm not doing anything obviously i'm gonna i'm just gonna go get my heavy machinery out and you yeah know, right but <laughs> and i think that's something that i ignored you know? like when you when you talk about drugs right weed or otherwise you can't you know, there's never that implication that like adults can just make a conscious decision about hanging out in their basement watching episodes of dinosaurs. Yeah, there you go. Right, right. Which is a good, a perfect segue because I think our first episode is going to be dinosaurs. Man, Greg All with right. the segways today. He's I'm so good. <laughs> you know, the guy who invented segways died riding a segway. <laughs> go to your room. Actually, you're there. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> this is my office. Your, your, your office. Your work Go to your room. office. This is my this is my real world work office with Ninja Turtles on Star Wars video and games behind X-Pac. me. And X-Pac. And the X Pac picture that is famous. Which now. I like yeah. that it's it's cropped in the video right now. Yeah, so I you can't see, see like him. his stupid tongue and scraggly hair. He got into the Hall of Fame again. Uh, I saw. That's so or, stupid. Like, okay, the Hall of Fame is stupid in general in WWE. Yes, I'm absolutely. sorry. But it's ridiculous that they keep inducting the same oh, no. motherfuckers for different reasons. Stop it. That's stupid. Yeah. X-Pac has just given the entire Hall of Fame some STDs. You don't want that shit. Yeah. I mean, uh, he looked great, though. He did look good. Yeah, he looks real good. Thank you. He's the only one who looked like he could go out and function as My an wife adult. said the same thing. She's yeah. like, wow, he looks great. I'm like, well, that's yeah. what happens when you get off crack. You look yeah. like that. Yeah, look right. Good. Good for him. All right. Dinosaur season two, episode nine, a new leaf. Robbie and Spike find a new plant that produces a happy mood when it's eaten. Ooh, I wonder mm. what this could be about. It's a most unusual day. It's like catching the bridal bouquet. It's, it's like, like reaching the moon or composing a tune. It's a most unusual day. It's a most unusual time. Uh, this is the episode Ashley had watched and told us to make sure we watch. So real quick, before we get into the the nitty gritty, um, I had another dinosaurs convert happen. My wife and I were watching these. And she's like, oh, dinosaurs. Yeah, I listened to the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she watches the episode and she's like, wow, that wasn't. That was pretty good. Like I was, God I was shocked. Right. Like so, another convert. Like excellent. The gimmick was it that she watched that episode. She watched. Yes, the she oh, watched yeah. okay, this excellent. one and was like, "Wow, you were right." Like I told you, I'm I told you. you it's actually pretty good. Best way to convert, I think, anybody to dinosaurs is get a Richfield centric episode because those are usually oh the best. Oh my God, was he amazing in this? He was yes. incredible in this. All right, so we start off. Father and son, Earl and Robbie are fighting real punk rock situation going on here. Robbie's got the long spikes. Errol wants his scissors. He wants to cut them off. And Robbie gets mad and decides he's going to run away. Dad doesn't understand me. I'm going to run away. I don't know why it impressed me so much, but the fact that he had, they actually gave him longer spikes yes. to signify like long me hair. Too, yeah. That blew me away. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. 
That can't be easy to do. No, on this right. on these puppets. Right. So Robbie runs away. He meets up with his best buddy Spike, and Spike says, "Wasn't it great back in the day when fathers could, or when sons could challenge their fathers to the death, take their territory, marry their wives, you know that kind of thing?" And, and Robbie's like, "Yeah, wait, I'm marrying my mom. That's gross. <laughs> Very funny." Uh, they spot some food, which I love the food in these yeah. in these episodes. And the food talks and runs away. It's like, nope, you're not eating me. So they have to eat. They have to eat some plants. Yeah, they find this plant, weird. Plants are slow. That's a great line. <laughs> plants get run away. Yeah. So they find a plant and they eat it. And the next thing we see is them being all high in the woods. They're high on this plant, and Robbie is. Like, you know what? I love my dad. I love dad. I got to go home and give this plant to dad. If anyone is getting high, Earl Sinclair mm-hmm. seems like the perfect man. Uh, so Robbie brings back the plant to Earl, who is very upset about the fight. He's pacing the house. And Robbie comes in and says, look, dad, I love you. And Earl is very thrilled. Robbie says, I have this plant. It made me happy. And Earl's like, Plants don't do that. And then that very next scene is them singing a show tune together. <laughs> very, They're both high singing a song called, uh, what is it called? A Most Unusual Day, <laughs> which is from a movie called A Date with Judy from wow. 1956 or 8, something like that. I looked it up. I'm like, this has to be famous, right? I feel like that was a, a bet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet you... I bet you a million dollars I can get this in a network television show. Yeah. So that song apparently is very was very famous. Obviously not now. And it was part of the Great American Songbook. Charlene enters and uh, makes fun of them for being weird. And they're like, you just got to eat this plant and you'll be fine. And then she joins the party. So all three of them are high now together. The next morning, Fran wakes up. She's very confused because Earl is late for work. And he's like, oh, I'm late. I better get dressed. And then he looks down and he's like, I just realized I never wear any pants. It's <laughs> very funny because he doesn't. He just has that shirt. There's a couple of fourth wall jokes in here that yeah. I really like. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, wall breaking down in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so Rich Field, star, he's been looking for oh. Earl all morning because he's late for work. Earl shows up and he gives the plant to all the workers. It's like, you got to try this. You got to try this plant. Everybody's like, all right, well, so we'll try it. So then he goes in to see Richfield and says, hello, my special friend. And he goes, you're four, you're four hours late. I should kill you and eat your entire family. Except for, I'm pretty sure the union would be upset about that. <laughs> union jokes. So Earl gets fired for being late. And he's like, okay, whatever. I got fired. Who cares? Uh, here, uh, let me leave this plant with you, Richfield. I'm going to go home. <laughs> leading to the best part of the whole episode maybe yep <laughs> um so now we're back at home and all the sinclairs are are high and baby's like i need food you guys you're not feeding me you're giving me water <laughs> like whatever and he's like i want juice now uh and then they start to get very paranoid <laughs> and they're like i feel like i feel like we're being watched i feel like there's cameras in here and we're being watched by these cameras and they like look right into the camera, breaking the fourth wall that it's a sick cow. Yeah. And then a very funny joke about the numerical system. <laughs> like, oh, right. Why is the dinosaur numerical system based on 10 when we only have eight fingers? 
Fantastic. That's definitely something you would say when you're high. Come up with these great, ridiculous plans. Baby wants juice. Fran comes home and wonders, why is everyone home today? I was just at the grocery store and I couldn't buy groceries because we don't have any money. And Earl says, oh, right. I forgot to tell you, I got fired. (laughs) And I'm going back to school and I'm going out for cheerleader. (laughs) That's right, because you went back to high school, but then got like sent back down to junior high. Yes. She says, I think this happy plant is bad for you. Now we see all the workers back at work are super high and having a great time. But the one dude is paranoid about everyone making fun of him. Which I kind of like that you show like different different attitudes of being high. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the most incredible thing ever. Earl, (laughs) we see see Richfield has eaten the plant and is spray painted his entire trailer <laughs> i didn't even see what was on there but there's like a bunch of a bunch of hippie shit on the outside of the trailer right and like his eye. face is spray painted on he's got like swirly <laughs> eyes and, stuff. It's and really inside weird. is he he's singing purple haze <laughs> yeah, right. jimmy so, hendrix i love how like there is a jimmy hendrix dinosaur in this universe and there's also apparently that musical exists in this universe yeah. So funny. And Sherman Uh, Hemsley is just going ham. He's great. He is just having a ball, it sounds like. It is awesome. So he talks to Earl and picks up the phone, and he gets fired. I was surprised by this because I thought he owned the company. But I guess there's somebody above him, and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I haven't done any of that. Oh, I'm fired? All right, whatever. He hangs up and sings Purple Haze again. (laughs) He's like, bummer. (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, Then we cut back to the house, and Earl, he wakes up, and he is in his cheerleader outfit, and he's like, I slept with a big game. (laughs) He's even missed the the cheerleading. Fran and Baby are out. They're going to move out. They're moving into Monica DeVertebrae's house. (laughs) So she's back. Um. The Sinclairs all run out of the pot plant and they have to go to the forest to find more because they're out and they're having like the, like a hangover kind of thing where I feel feelings again. I feel things. Yeah. I feel pain. I don't want this. So I go back to the forest and Spike is there and he's just there for the week eating plant (laughs) without anybody (laughs) looking for him. So then they decide, well, we got to get rid of this plant. It's it's screwing up our lives. So they burn the plant, but then they all get high again because they burn the plant. Even Fran is there, right? And, yeah. And she gets high too. And then we cut to Robbie at the end, breaking character. And like the sets are being moved out and stuff. And he's yeah. like, so like you shouldn't do drugs because then we have to do these heavy handed sitcoms like this one. So don't do drugs so we don't have to do something like this ever again. Right. It say was no like, to drugs. It was say no to drugs so we don't get these crappy TV shows, <laughs> which is wonderful. Right. I love so, all the cameramen were dinosaurs. Like yes, they just yes. kept it going. It was just yes. well done. So well done. Yeah. Such a well done episode. Uh what do you guys think? 
Obviously, Mark, you loved it. I loved it. I really <laughs> did. I mean, I this is one of the ones I really do remember growing up. Uh, and I at the time, I don't think I – I knew you weren't supposed to do this, like, magical plant, but I didn't put, like, two and two together that it had to dealt with because I, I was probably, like, 10. I didn't right. even really have a concept of drugs other than, like, they're, like, this mythical thing you're not supposed to do, but I'd never seen them or come into contact because I grew up in, like, white suburbia. It was one of those things where, like, that episode really brought back a lot of memories. Richfield in his trailer <laughs> – was I distinctly remember like the minute he got the plant, I remembered that scene. I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. So, uh, and he was so funny in that Earl was great. I kind of enjoyed, even though I love dinosaurs, I kind of enjoyed that. It was not a baby centric episode because yeah. there's a lot of those and it a little, sometimes a little of him goes a long way. Yeah. So I like that. We was more focused on like a Robbie uh, Earl dynamic. So I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. What'd you think, Greg? Um, so I saved this episode to watch for last because oh, interesting. Uh, sorry to say, Mark, I'm not a huge dinosaurs fan. That's fine. Um, you can be wrong. However, <laughs> this episode was phenomenal. Yeah. Is this um, one of the better? Oh, this is by far my favorite I, one that we've watched. Yeah. The only too. one I think I like comparably uh, or possibly more no as weird as it sounds i'm going back on that is that divorce episode oh yeah oh Uh, the the marriage license one the more i think about that episode i think that was a great fucking episode um i thought this was also very very good uh and i wanted to point out two jokes that i think are really set this apart You you like you like touch on these a little bit. I like that you take notes. I'm really yeah. I'm impressed. Um, Please expand. So when Earl brings the plant to Ridgefield, uh, he gives him this speech about how he always thought there was a little boy inside of Ridgefield, Ridgefield that wanted to get out. And the line that Ridgefield says back to him is, uh, "The only little boy that's inside of me is the one I ate for breakfast, <laughs> and I'm eating his sister for lunch." <laughs> Which is an insane joke, and I am here for it. <laughs> as weird as to say, that fits the character, though. <laughs> like oh, it's, he's it's just such awesome. A yeah. That's hysterical. Well, yeah. We watched the dating episode. Right? Where he We're literally gonna... ate all the boyfriends, right? Yeah. Which is also funny because he's a triceratops, right? And he eats, yeah, yeah, right. Well, he eats other dinosaurs, but they're not supposed to do that. Also funny. Um, and then uh, the other joke that I think is pretty transcendent is when they decide that they don't need the plant anymore in the forest. And Earl gives a very big speech (laughs) about how this is a chance for them to show self-control and to teach that they are in fact bigger than the plant and that they don't need the plant. Uh, And then for it to smash cut to the plant being on fire because they did in fact, they were unable to control themselves (laughs) and burn the plant. (laughs) Wonderfully done. I love a good jump cut like that. And yeah. that was one of my favorites yeah. of all time. That's a good uh, one. I thought that was a transcendent joke. Yeah. And um, it again, sort of ties like, into the beginning because they jump cut at that point where he's like, this won't do anything. And then he's singing the show tune. Yeah. It just fits um, like everything fits the characters too. Like Earl is weak willed. Like he's, he's, he's shown that a couple of times, you know, that he's just, he has no mm-hmm. self-control or he has no problem. Like, you know, uh, humiliating himself in front of Richfield. Like that's just who he is. So I like that. He just took the easy way out on this one. Yeah. And then I got uh, two more comments. Um, <laughs> there is also uh, 
the the one little bit that the baby really has yeah. he references the very famous drug commercial about this is your right this is your, your brain. brain this is your and brain he, on drugs he, he hits a pot pain. right yeah it's a lame joke now i bet you at the time i was like oh that's funny mm-hmm. um but it is iconic it had to be in there <laughs> and then having watched this episode fifth for mm. robbie to end the episode saying <laughs> Yes. Please don't do drugs so we can stop doing these episodes. That really, that really touched me. (laughs) I was was now, yeah, I was now two and a half hours into these episodes. And I'm like, (laughs) he's not wrong. Please. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) Don't need these. Yeah. Very good. Great episode. Yeah. Top notch. I thought that dance number, I thought that was hysterical. I thought there were some really good jokes. The actors who are doing this is amazing to me. That you're able to dance and do these full like routines. Crazy. In these massive costumes is just blows my mind. They're amazing. Every time, like it's not if it was up converted into like HD, I think people would feel this like you if you're really watching, it's in standard. But if you're like it's high level stuff like oh, these puppets God, are yeah. very and the sets are incredible well you get why it was like one of the most expensive shows to put on yeah. and why it really didn't hang around for much longer because yeah the budget was insane it was all right uh so we talked about this a little bit in our in our texting with each other leading up to the episode but i wanted to get like a more i don't know more realistic but like a more modern day or a, a different take on the the pot episode in TGIF. You could make your own pot episode in TGIF. What would it be? So all three of us have penned a short synopsis of what a pot TGIF episode would be for us. And does anyone want to start? And we're going to sprinkle these in between the episodes. So let's put, let's sprinkle one in right here. Who wants to start? <laughs> I'll go. Nobody wants I'll go because okay, I put right. very little work into this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of us put very much work. Into Picture, it. if you will, in your mind's okay. eye. All right, here we go. All right, get okay. your cameras out. I got it. <laughs> Mine's a full house episode. Oh, of okay. course. Yep. I kind of thought this would happen. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kind of thought you would ruin full house, <laughs> the full house perfect family by doing this. No, I took this seriously. This oh, is a, okay. All this right. is a real pitch. I, I expect this to have been an episode. This is literally the episode I was expecting to see. Gotcha. So you're, that didn't okay, occur. So you're, you're within that didn't the Full occur. House universe, what you expect if they did a drug episode. Okay, I'm with you. Right. I'm with you. I, okay. When we made the joke last time that, like, yeah. I knew this episode already, yeah. and it just didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, right. It didn't exist. DJ and Steve are temporarily broken up. Mm. Oh, uh, no. Kimmy Gibbler. She's got the answers, mm-hmm. right? Okay. okay. There's a guy at school, mm-hmm. a little bit bad, a little bit Kimmy style. Mm. He's got a friend. Double date. Ooh. Oh. All right. Nice. Danny is not stoked about his daughter going out with these guys, but, you know, she's 16 now. Mm-hmm. She's got to figure it out. So they go out. They're parking cars. Wink. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. And these boys, they pressure DJ and Kimmy a little bit. Kimmy's on board. DJ, not so much. And she has to take the long walk home because she stood up to her morals. Oh. But here's the thing. This is why it applies two ways. One, boys always want girls to do things they don't want to do. So nowadays, it's a drug episode. And 
ties into the Me Too movement. Oh, Perfect. look at that. You know? Yeah. All right. You got to learn that no means no, whether it's drugs or robo dicks. Damn straight. <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> Sorry, robo dick. <laughs> or robo dicks. I like how robo dicks made it. <laughs> I'm going to put like yeah. googly eyes on him next time. No, <laughs> so. there you go. Personality. Plot. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? No plot. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got uh, very excited there. Um, Joey has a job interview for a big gig, but his car's okay. broken down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him and Jesse got to get to Reno. <laughs> Radiator overheats. <laughs> So dead on. Hi, <laughs> Jinx and Sue. <laughs> they pick up DJ on the side of the road. They pick up DJ oh, on the go. side right. of the road. Ties it all together. Yep. Big hug. Miller Boyat. Do they lay the <laughs> smackdown on these two boys and pick up Gibbler? Or does oh Gibbler yeah, just... no, that's good. Yeah. Joey breaks out Mr. Woodchuck and they're high as fuck and they don't know how to handle that shit. <laughs> He scares them with his comedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is so weird. Why would anybody pay for this? <laughs> the fuck are your grown man? What are you doing? <laughs> Can't you picture that? Yeah, Them oh, high God. as fuck and Absolutely. night and no lights and Chuck appears uh, in the, yeah. in the window. Fucking Johnny yeah. Carson or something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man! Wow, that's man. A, I would watch that. That is a fantastic. You've, you've nailed it again. You've nailed it again. <laughs> you've missed your calling as sitcom as a oh, sitcom writer for the nineteen nineties. <laughs> <laughs> you could write a Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode like this. I was say, isn't that a plot of ours? Isn't that another episode we're gonna do? We're gonna yes write at some point. Out? And uh, yeah, I fear that I will be lacking in that one, and you're gonna crush it <laughs> because some of the things I wrote down for my plot were so bad until I got to the one I came up with uh which still isn't that good i don't think you shouldn't have gone first i think that was a (laughs) (laughs) shit uh all right moving on to boy meets world season five episode 18 if you can't be with the one you love so they got hunter kidnapped and handcuffed to a pole and i have to step in and save sean's butt because i have a way with women as you can probably tell by the fact that i've Never been more available in my life. Tickets go on sale at the box office. <laughs> okay, who are you and what have you done with Corey the Mo? Sean, it's me. Corey and Sean experiment with drinking. Real quick, uh, these there's like a whole trope, tvtropes.com or whatever it is. A very special episode, mm-hmm. which was like a 90s thing. Like we're going to touch on some serious shit in this episode. A very special episode. So I guess this technically would count as a very special episode. Yeah, that's why I thought this would be so easy. Like, yeah. not TV trope, '90s special episodes. I thought there would just be. I thought we'd be. Oh, there are many women in drug episodes. Yeah. Just there because, also, you need to like, you need to fill like 24 episodes. So this is like an easy slam dunk. This yeah. is right to right. self. Come up right. with like a social issue and then go. Just go for it. Yes. So this one is about alcohol. It's not about weed. It's not about pot. But. Kind of has similar, some of it has similar kind of things. Like you're doing stupid shit at parties. Sean is in class and Feeney's teaching about feudalism. And he talks a bunch of shit about how boring feudalism is. 
this and how he hates it. Oh, more funeralism. Topanga and Corey are broken up again. And, <laughs> and Topanga's like totally cool with this breakup. She's she's good. But Corey cries every 20 minutes or is it less? I forget. Cries every few minutes. And Sean's like, you're going to cry again. You just always cry. And he said, you're such a bummer. Hot girl Kim is having a party to celebrate getting a new nose. And you weren't invited because no one wants to hang out with you because you're a downer. So Corey's like, well, that, that sucks. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. I'm a downer. Um, we get to the party. And Kimberly and Angela are fighting over there are they're fighting over Sean. Kimberly's already like looking for a man, and we know Sean and Angela together, but she's still yeah. going after Sean. Corey walks in, cool guy Corey, and comes out with this one. When Kim answers the door, he says, Ooh, who knows? La femme Nikita, baby. Which is so stupid, but also made me laugh because wrestling and the Femme Nikita used to be on after wrestling. Oh, yeah. Every like, <laughs> silk stockings, La Femme yeah, Nikita, yeah, right. yep. like La Femme Nikita jokes. Um, drunk Corey is really fun. He he's is so, fun. I was thinking fun. the same thing. So, I like to hang out with Drunk Corey. Yeah, he was telling some funny stories about yeah. Sean, and everybody at the party loves him. Because here's the thing, too. That party sucked. Like there was nothing Boy, going on lame. there. So he was the best part of that party. They should. Yeah, he was being funny. Yeah. he wasn't even being like a drunk dick. He was no. just being funny. Did you guys go to any high school parties? Yes. Yeah. Did were you? All pretty much like that. Yeah. It was all real lame. Uh, yeah, I, my, can't, I can't even remember it. I feel like my drinking escapades will be a part of an alcohol episode someday, but um, <laughs> I may yeah. save some of those some of those stories. But a lot of my uh, parties were outdoors for some mm-hmm. reason, drinking parties in the woods where no one can find you, kind of parties. So definitely a lot weirder than this, like being in a house. I don't remember going to many house parties, but yeah, like people weren't pulling that off. Like that was yeah. parents were were hip to the house party. They weren't letting yeah. that happen. I went to a small Christian school, so like, yeah, it wasn't. I didn't adhere to any Christian ideals, but like most of the people in my school did. So like, mm-hmm. I think I just missed out on all that. Most of our high school parties were similar to this. Like the parents would be there, and it was just like right. twelve kids hanging out in a basement somewhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that- pretty much dead on what i right. had experience with you know until alcohol got involved they were all pretty just kind of lame kind of basic even right. even the ones i went to where like the parents weren't there i do remember a couple uh where the parents were out of town or something like that but we didn't have any booze you just we hung around and watched bad movies which was fine which but, is fine know, yeah i don't mind I that at all do but, now. yeah right yeah yeah i mean there were many many times where i got a hold of booze and had not parties i wouldn't call them a party but like three dudes drink some whiskey and play video games or something and order pizzas like sounds fun very very tame compared to what this <laughs> yeah. looked like um so kim new nose kim is interested in Corey. she wants to date Corey now that he's cool and angela's like back off she's my lady's man or something like that like they are broken up Dick like move, what are you Angela. doing seriously stop really stop really ruining bad. this for Corey. she seems like a a babe yeah. come on Corey's in the bathroom and <laughs> look at himself in the mirror. And he's like, all right, let's do it. And he pulls out a little bottle of whiskey out of his uh, jacket that he stole from his dad's liquor cabinet. 
which is not a good move because they find that shit like if you steal liquor they know it's missing I like the old bathroom pep talk, by the way. At yeah, a party. that was right. good. That, was, that sick, took me back. The <laughs> sitcom look in the mirror, like, yeah. you could do this. Yeah. Uh, so Sean walks in and is like, you've been in here for like an hour. What's going on? And he's Damn. like, I'm drinking in here. Leave me alone. Let me I'm drinking in here, Sean. And Sean says, very controversial topic for me. You're drinking? How have I never drank before? Sean has never drank before? Mm. What the fuck? Sean is the degenerate here. Uh, so he's never drank. So they, he just is in. He's like, all mm-hmm. right, you want to do it? Let's do it. Uh, so they start drinking and they go on a bender and they leave the party and they just walk around downtown Philly. They pee on a bunch of cop cars. They smash a bottle. They smash this bottle on the road. And they did what I did for years. They ask a weird dude coming out of a liquor store to buy you more liquor. <laughs> <laughs> and it surprisingly works a lot. Yeah. Oh, Dudes yeah. are buying, like, if you give a 20 and it's like 10 bucks, they will do it. <laughs> back, from my experience back in the day. Until we got, this is maybe for the alcohol episode i got a hookup at it like a gas station and dude was just let us put stuff in a book bag (laughs) and so we went there after that for a long long time we find like really sketchy dudes and have them buy us beer uh the boys are excited because this guy agrees to buy them beer they hug comes out to give them the beer we get some uncomfortable gay jokes yeah very dated Uh, not great men can't hug what the hell come on uh so they drink open container like they these boys do not know what they're doing mm-hmm. they're peeing on cop cars they're drinking open container in the middle of the streets of philly and of course they get arrested <laughs> they get arrested for drinking and they get arrested by cop car number 72 which is the one they peed on so a call back to that back at the house Corey's dad is super pissed Jeez, and being a real fucking jerk and says like sean did this and i knew this friendship was a bad idea yeah. And then it's really uncomfortable. Really bad because like this is season what season was this? Five, 6 right? 5. Okay. So like there's a lot of like Sean's dad or uh, you know uh, Corey's dad and Sean interaction and now you just feel like oh I hated him from the beginning. He's a bad influence on my son and it just it was weird. Yeah. It was a weird like character flip. Right? So he's mad and Sean tries to take the fall being a good friend. He's like it's my it is my fault. It is my fault. And the parents leave, and Corey's like, look, I, what are you doing? And he's like, it's easy for me. My parents don't give a shit about me, so I'll take the fall. And then they come back in, and Corey's like, I stole it. I made him drink. It's all my fault. What are you doing? And Corey's dad feels like shit. Sean runs away. And the next day, Sean is a full-on alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> after, one night, yeah. after one night, he's a crazy alcoholic. And he's in class, drunk, mm-hmm. interrupting Feeney, which he already interrupts Feeney all the time. Right. Was it that? Is it that weird that he's interrupting Feeney? Anyway, he uh, he's fucking around in class. Feeney tosses him out. Get out of here. We need to learn about feudalism. Get out. And Sean goes back to his apartment with his brother Jack and says, like, I've been drinking all week. <laughs> After one night, I've been drinking all week. <laughs> Sean's brother Jack says, "Like, look, your dad, like, our dad is an alcoholic. Like, he's got a lot of issues. You can't, you can't be doing this." And 
that's why my mother or the mom left or something. And they get into like a fist fight over this. And Sean gets all crazy. And he's so crazy when Angela walks in, he pushes Angela. Ooh. He's a crazy alcoholic and he pushes Angela. Um, Sean realizes he's really fucked up. So he goes back to Corey's house and talks to Corey's dad. And is like, I'm in big trouble. And Corey's dad kind of apologized for that. And then it gets wrapped up very neatly because Sean just says sorry to everybody and he's fine. And they're back in class. And he's like, I am off drinking. We're never going to drink again, right? And Corey's like, yeah, of course. We're never going to drink again. And that's it. And Angela's fine with it. She's yep. she's cool. Yeah. Even though she got pushed. And he's like, and that's it. We're never going to drink again. Which seems odd. <laughs> <laughs> that she would be on alcohol, addicted to alcohol, an alcoholic push and fight people and then the next day just kick it cold turkey <laughs> all in one week but, real roller coaster for him yeah. it was yeah. that guy really yeah. went through the uh the aa pretty quickly there all those steps yeah they ran out of time in this yeah. episode so he had to, he, one minute he's pushing somebody Shit, the next minute it's left. fine <laughs> yeah, yeah. very heavy-handed this episode yeah. <laughs> was very bad yeah it's not my favorite it's yeah. awkward it yeah. felt like it should have been a two-parter because everything yeah. felt rushed yeah like way rushed. the whole party could have been its own thing oh. because I, like i didn't yeah. even know where he got the booze from like that could have been a whole thing like sneaking around the room trying to steal the booze you know yeah. talking about it all that stuff right it was just like we're drinking you're you're an alcoholic yeah Credits. you're fine right yeah. we're back it could have ended at the uh, where the cop arrested them. That could have been the end of like the first episode. Yes, you know, that would have been yes. a good like lead into the second one. You know, yeah, or a rock bottom moment. You know, like mm-hmm. he keeps getting worse and worse and worse. He yeah. yells at Feeny, he pushes Angela, now pushes Feeny, like, pushes Feeny. What? Yeah. Right oh, fight. God, what? sit down, John. Um, John Adams. Sit down, John. <laughs> <laughs> sings a few songs damn you sir that was right. good i really like 1776 <laughs> I make those jokes all day. even though the uh <laughs> the reviews were like it's a piece of shit yeah <laughs> you'd have to be Fuck a those literal idiot to enjoy this <laughs> yeah. roger ebert we love it 1989 yeah. ebert fuck you ebert <laughs> seriously wherever you are fuck you yeah. ebert <laughs> <laughs> Burning hell, Eber. Yeah, he's dead, isn't he? He's dead. Oh, he's sorry. Oh, yeah. I feel bad now. Oh, sorry, Eber. Yeah. No, I, I don't Fuck know. Fuck you, Siskel. He's dead, too, right? He's definitely dead. This definitely <laughs> should have been two episodes, in my yes, opinion. Absolutely. The whole thing felt rushed. Yeah. Um, also, you know, like, Corey actually was the life of that party. Like, he yeah. didn't do anything bad. He seemed to be having no. a good time. People were loving it. Right. It's not like right. he punched anybody or not you know was too drunk no, and he, he knocked over fun. lamps or anything right and depend is like i saw you and i you were gross didn't like it yeah why you didn't like that i was uh didn't like what that i was having and, like, a good time chicks yeah. dig me this is the whole like... problem with our relationship topanga <laughs> it's all about you <laughs> this episode also had like you know there's uh, we'll get to another episode coming up which i felt like had a much better message but this one was just like never do anything that is like illegal or can control you like no moderation just don't do it like ever right. don't touch it yeah and that's a horrible message i think it's like that 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 causes i think a lot of problems when when people do try something they told they're never supposed to do and then they end up liking it so yeah. like that's bad message but the whole episode was just 
Just weird. Bad. Yeah. Not their best work. Usually yeah. Boy Meets World brings some bangers, but yeah. no. oh for sure. Yep. I did enjoy watching them like have fun together. Yeah, I did drunkenly too. have fun together. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's fun. I could see these guys doing this. Yeah. Like not oh. pee in a car and get arrested and like drink open container. Nobody's that fucking stupid. But that that bothered me. I'm like, they're, they're that dumb. Like they they should have just got caught by the dad later. Like yeah. should they have been arrested? I don't know. This is also a good example of just misrepresentation of what any of these things do. Right, 100%. Like, yes. the Dinosaurs not... episode was also a misrepresentation yeah. of weed, but at the same yeah. time, it wasn't weed per se. It was just an allegory right. for weed. You don't right. know what the magic so, like, plant does. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, conceptually, that plant isn't weed, so it treats you differently than weed. Yeah. But, like, this is just isn't how booze works. You don't right. take a couple beers at, before school and then scream at your teacher. Yeah. yeah. You don't become a raging alcoholic after, like, 12 hours? <laughs> like, right. I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, it, like, the dinosaurs one, you don't turn into a uh, purple haze, like, uh, hippie after one use of weed. Yeah. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like that music. But, uh, yeah. yeah. That one has the best, like, the best representation, right? It's the closest for sure. Yeah, but like, it's the closest. It's not right, but it's the I've never, closest. Right. I've never smoked weed and did a dance. Yeah. No, no. Like no, it didn't no, inspire no. show tunes in me. No. That's no. always in my heart. I don't need marijuana <laughs> for it. Ah, your Get inhibitions are always down. Just ask Greg about cats. He'll go on forever. So oh, I got opinions about cats. It's been a while. Yeah. How long was that uh was that episode? <laughs> oh, I mean we did we actually live streamed it. Yeah. So it was, it was over. about as long as the movie. <laughs> it was over the movie <laughs> run time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So I, I want to tell you two things about, about Boy Meets World, since we're on the subject here. Yeah. So uh, my daughter watched Girl Meets World when she was younger, which of course. Was, is the sequel to this, I guess. Absolutely. So the, you know, it follows Corey and Topanga when they have their own kids. Right. And she was wa- I was watching this in the living room, and she walked by, and she goes, oh. And she doesn't re- she never – she watch girl meets world just because she wanted to see it she really didn't know anything about the other show sure like, oh that guy was on one of the girl meets you know world episodes i'm like what who and it was sean and she pulled it up on disney plus and we watched the episode where sean shows up again and it was oh. it was kind of like heartwarming a little bit it was like that's fun yeah that's awesome because like it was like a christmas episode and like the parents were there again they got all the original actors i'm like okay all right this is nice this is real nice and the second thing has nothing to do with uh, Boy Meets World, but Greg, is your name Sexy Greg the Pharaoh Wizard? Yes. <laughs> Did you just do that I now? Just, <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I, just, I just glanced up, but I'm like, I don't even know what the, it's cut off, but I know exactly what that is. <laughs> Can you explain what Sexy Greg the Pharaoh Wizard is supposed to mean? <laughs> it's, it's a reference to Clerks the Animated Series. Oh, uh, okay. That was... That was one of Randall's nicknames, Sexy Randall the Pharaoh Wizard. Well, for one guy. <laughs> what, right. <laughs> I'm going to change mine to Dum Dum. That's his club name. Yeah, his club name. <laughs> if anybody, I mean, I don't know if you're going to leave this in, but if oh, you have yeah, not, it if, if listeners are, oh have not seen Clark's the Kirk animated. animated series. Can you watch uh, it anywhere? Is it on any yes, platforms? YouTube, actually. I think it's oh, on it's YouTube. Oh, just randomly. Yeah. There's, it's somewhere. So, preface, lot of jokes that do not age well. Mentally yes. challenged jokes, um, homosexual jokes. Yes. Uh, right. They might even say, like, the F word. Not they do. Fuck. They do. 
the, yeah. the, right. the other, other one. one. We're talking about cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, like I get that joke and that's even that's a little iffy, but very, very un PC now. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. I will not excuse that. However, there are some jokes in that that have transcended time. Uh, boy, is that show great. Oh, my God. To this day, my daughter, because he's always, uh, you know, the guy, the clerk guys are always at cons. And to this mm-hmm. day, my daughter, if she sees anybody from clerk, she just goes, I'm Dante and I'm the biggest idiot ever. <laughs> his Ty face loves- while he was there. <laughs> Ty loves to tell uh, the story about when him and I just totally no sold that actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, he, Ty and I were setting up a con and like Ty and, Ty and I are never in a good mood when we're getting ready for a con because especially that, this one which was somewhere so much work. Um, and uh, Brian O'Halloran who plays Dante he's at a lot of these cons um, so we see him so I'm like hand wave friendly with a couple like very very minor celebrities all somehow tied to Kevin Smith like Ming Chen from Comic Book Boys or whatever that oh, show yeah, is yeah, came yeah. up and like yeah. really wanted to have a conversation with me. Wow! But like, oh, I haven't seen you in a little bit. And I'm like, <laughs> get out! You're fucking Meng. You're not the Montreal um, X Men. Yeah. I don't have time right. for you. So very similar to that, Ty and I were setting up for a, uh, our booth at a con once, and Brian O'Halloran came over and just wanted to shoot the shit, and he was like. Oh, hey, you know, how's the common going? Like, you know, what's this? What's that? And Tyner just like, dude, we don't have time for this. <laughs> you were in a decent movie 30 years ago. <laughs> we're fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> we got shit to do. Like, oh, so we're like, man. yep, we're doing good. All right. All right. We'll catch you later, fucking Dante. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh God, he I is care. literally at every con I think I've I've been to. Yeah. It's just he's a staple at every single one. I can't remember the the exact joke or the exact number, but was it thirty six dicks? Thirty seven in a row. Thirty seven. That that in a row always gets me. <laughs> Anytime someone says that number to me, I'll pop up and get in a row. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's an ins- that's a great joke. Talk yeah. about. Do you like clerks? Joke. Do you like clerks too? Um, I think it has some funny jokes in it. Yep. The Hobbit thing made me laugh. I that remember was that. Funny. Yeah, yep. the description of like the plot description of the Hobbit. People walking I, by yeah. Rand. I think it was Randall who did yeah. that. Yeah. I forget. Like now. the story of that movie is he told Jay Jason Mewes, the real life Jason Mewes, that if he kicked heroin, he would make he would write a movie for him, mm-hmm. and that's what Clerks Two feels like to me. Like, mm-hmm. like a low effort. Let's get a movie out so my best friend can get employed again. Yeah. Did they do a third one? It's They're working on it or yeah. something. It's still in, the, the still in production. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna say this very quickly. Kevin yeah. Smith might be like the biggest cliff of interests. Yeah. I've ever had. Where it's like everything he does, I'm involved with, and then he did like cop Bruce. out. And it was just right. like, well, movie. <laughs> yep, right. Which uh, the movie sucks, but the I used to like those spoken words. Oh, yeah. No, his spoken words. Great. His spoken word oh, yeah. on on what happened with Cop Out is amazing. I love mm-hmm. it. Like, but then just... but I mean, to go from can't not see to haven't Un... seen anything since. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely uninterested. In I... fact, speaking of it. Ty and I literally like bumped into Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes at a con once and you know 
15 years ago, I would have lost my fucking mind. For right. real, yeah. And th- and this was, you know, two years ago. And I bumped into him. I was like, hey, man, kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> you get a hey, man. That's all you get. You could have right. asked him about Degrassi. What are you doing? <laughs> these, are, these are things you want to talk to him about. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so, and I mean, it's just getting old, I guess. You know, there used to be all sorts of people I would go nuts for if I saw them on the street. And now it's just sort of like, oh, look. Yeah. Oh, it's you. Hey, you were you did a What's thing. What's up, like you once. famous person? If you're you, a famous uh, person. If you ran into Drew Bennett, how would you what would your reaction be? Explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> the one that still holds <laughs> holds Greg's heart in his hand, Drew Bennett. <laughs> Oh, all right, uh, back to whatever. What were the TGIF? <laughs> drugs, That's what drugs. We're on this time. Drugs. Uh, drugs. Kevin yeah. Smith, he fits right in. Family yeah. Matters. Oh, boy. Family Matters, season uh. nine, episode 18. Throw Steve from the train. Hey, thanks, Carl, for lending me these boxers. You're welcome. They sure are roomy. <laughs> I can hold a three-ring circus in here. Look, Steve. Oh, boy. These, uh... These late season uh, family matters. Man, alive. Family matters. When did they yeah. jump the shark? When Steve showed up? Is that, was, that, was that the barometer? We were close, man. That might have been it. I'll, was it I mean, I don't have an exact time, but if I had to guess, <laughs> it would be when Steve cloned himself mm-hmm. and made Stefan an actual character. Okay. But I kind of remember. At that the... point, they go from like wacky sitcom to super science. Right. I feel like I enjoyed that at the time. I enjoyed the first one, but then they kept bringing him back. Like, and I yeah. remember not liking those. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not against Stefan as a character. Yeah. Especially that the episode where they make him is the Disney episode, and I have a lot of affection for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a whole, right. like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it was. <laughs> It was an absolutely normal family with like a wacky neighbor. Right. And now I am almost a hundred percent certain the final episode, Steve goes to the moon. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a rocket ship or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yep. boy. I mean, the show becomes a quantum leap. It's weird. Yeah. It's just like in, in like You're nothing. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if we're talking about jumping the shark, I that to me is a line of delineation where he Steve goes from clumsy neighbor to cloning himself (laughs) super scientist yeah this episode though mike i mean so late in the run it is no this is the third to last episode right yeah yeah it's almost at the end fourth to last episode it is real real rough okay um so let's go through this laura is suspicious of maxine who's a new character who was apparently dating geraldo faldo at one point they're best friends though her and maxine uh she's very suspicious because maxine has a new boyfriend deandre moore uh so we get a kind of a different perspective which i kind of thought was going to happen in family matters a drug bust in family matters they reference drug busts they don't actually have a full-on drug bust i don't think until we get here steve is cooking breakfast for laura they date now is really bizarre mm-hmm. and laura says what are you trying to bribe me for something and he, he was like yes of course which i i laughed at uh maxine comes in and talks about how great her new boyfriend was or is and after only one week of dating she already has this fancy ass watch her and laura are like giggling and laughing and like dancing and doing that thing like "Ooh, 
And Steve is doing it with them, which I thought was the best joke of the whole show, which <laughs> tells you how bad this one was. Or he's doing like the girl talk with them. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm, I'm having fun. Like, I'm excited for your boyfriend. Uh, Carl walks into the house and he's like, oh, terrible day at work. Awful day. One of my friends who's a cop got a promotion or something. <laughs> I didn't write this down. I'm going to be completely honest here. I got completely derailed in my note taking <laughs> because yeah. he says this in the pa- camera pans and it, we see, and he's like, Hey, Harriet. And it's some other lady. It, yeah. New it's Harriet. Not Harriet. Yeah. They replaced Harriet in the, the last season. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Why is there no Harriet? This is the, this is the CBS season, right? I think yes. so. Yeah. hundred percent. And went to CBS. Harriet got replaced. I looked it oh, up like in a panic. Looks 90. It could have been Grandma Winslow. <laughs> oh be like, Did he cast her too? Harriet, the actress who plays Harriet, yeah. is great at that character. So oh. good. So funny. Does a lot of great stuff. More, more better, more, probably better work on Perfect Strangers, to be honest, but still very funny. Has great a great presence and all that. This woman is just like, hey, yeah, what's up, Carl? Like, she has nothing no. compared to the other lady. Absolutely nothing. It's just, it, she's just reading her lines. It, it's, like, it's a placeholder. It really it is. is. I, it's I, literally a placeholder. They're just trying to, like, run out the season. Let's it's finish this shit. so weird. So I looked it up. Because I'm like, what the fuck? Why would this happen? <laughs> Apparently, the actress who played Harriet was pissed for a long, long time. Could not get out of her contract. <laughs> Her contract expired before the last season, and she just left. Wow. She, she was unhappy. real pissed. I don't know yeah, what why happened to this woman. I don't know. I don't know. She didn't say what exactly what she it was. She had, like, a key role on a major sitcom. Right. You were on TV every single... There was never an episode where she wasn't in it. I mean... I right. guess they weren't using her enough, maybe, or something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Carl was making, like, a hundred going over? an episode, and she yeah. was getting the... Urkel's services. Two million an episode. Wow. <laughs> <Urkel> <laughs> two million an episode. <laughs> Anyway, so I looked this up, and she's in the last episode as a different character. She comes back and does another piece in what? the last episode as some other person. Fuck! It makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't know what happened here. Maybe it's a SAG thing. <laughs> maybe. No, she I'm lost, serious. Like she right, lost maybe, her, her yeah. SAG card or something. Had to I don't get it know. back. No, I mean, like, maybe when you hire an actress for a role, you can't have, you can't just sub in another actress for that role or something. I can't imagine her walking out. I've never seen that last episode, I don't think, of her, like, walking out as another right. character. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, hi. Barry unless she was, what unless have you he, been doing like, in the basement for does, 23 episodes? Does Steve <laughs> land on the moon and, like, she's an alien on the yeah, moon? That's the go, only perfect. other thing that could be. Right, yeah, where she, she, she takes a Stan Lee role in the mm. TGIF cinematic universe. Oh, yeah. she, she is the watcher. <laughs> She's part of the knowers or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh uh, shit. I love Harriet. She's great. Right? Yeah, she is. is. I, I, that also, hurt me. Before I forget, I want to say this. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- this episode was bad. This episode was bad. Suck. Suck. But, yes. Yeah. But. Laura, the actress who plays Laura is, and I feel like this is very underrated, not just this episode, but throughout the whole series, is very good at being the daughter of 
Carl and Harriet, like taking their mannerisms yes. and putting it into one person because she like kind of shows both, like she says things like Harriet mm. does and then she'll act like Carl does or, or have a mannerism like Carl. And I feel like it's kind of underrated in sitcoms. So like you actually are the daughter of these two. So maybe take on a couple like characteristics of them because that's only natural. So I don't know. I just, I think I noticed it once in this episode. I'm like, that's really good, Laura. Good job. That's a great point. Yeah, she does do that. Yep. She, she and she like challenges them. That's what I always remember about her. Yeah, like right. getting over on the parents. Like she always like, oh, you're, just, you're dumb. I'm gonna go to the party. Like and like, oh, I guess okay. She's smarter than us. So yep. which I always liked. But she was not the problem in this episode. <laughs> no. So DeAndre shows up and he gets to meet Laura and he's a smooth talker. That DeAndre. Mm. And he's cool, and he's nice to Laura. And then his cell phone rings, and or no, before his cell phone rings, Laura says, "What do you do for work? Like, how do you have all this money?" And he says, "I'm in import exports," which made me laugh because that's the a art Vandalay, f- art Vandalay Industries. <laughs> Vandalay Industries is one of my favorite things about Seinfeld. His fake company that he works for <laughs> for how long? It was like three seasons. Or yeah, like, yeah. I work for Vandalay Industries. Import exports. Importer export. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Uh, so he works for Vandalay Industries, apparently. Uh, he gets a call on his obvious, very obvious <laughs> yeah. drug dealer phone <laughs> and has this comical, like, yo, so no, we'll just go with the flow. Which is very stupid. Yeah, Apparently, Brian, this guy, how stupid is this? It, it hurt me. So that dumb. Hurt me. <laughs> so dumb. Apparently, this dude is from Young and the Restless. Oh, actor. oh looks at him. My guess. wife was like, "Oh, he's in Young and the Restless." So like, oh, okay, cool. Well, at least uh, he goes. Maxine is my chick. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's like, "All right." And then he <laughs> he leaves, and she's like, "This guy is. There's something wrong here." what are you doing there's something wrong with it and and maxine gets all you know you're just unhappy for me you're jealous i mean you are dating steve fucking i mean so and i got this guy valid hot and you're dating steve urkel eddie winslow he walks in he's now a cop i don't remember that at all okay the only reason i remember that is because when i watched the wrong episode (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was the episode about how he became a cop oh there you go <laughs> he drops so like, out of college and carl's like you can't drop out of college what the fuck which we'll probably cover someday because i think it was a famous episode and he's like huh. i because i want to follow in your footsteps you fucking dick <laughs> i want to be a cop i want to help people he's like all right cool so he's a cop now he comes in from his day of, of copping and just copping uh, about yep. just out there you know <laughs> right. Cracking in the front porch, just hanging out there. <laughs> Laura's like, uh, "You're." I have this like weird feeling about this guy, DeAndre. And he's like, "You're a terrible ju- judge of character. You date Steve Urkel," which I laughed at. She's like, "Just look into this guy, DeAndre, for me." He's like, "All right, fine, I will." Because I, because Harry, new Harriet, I completely missed the reason why these two are on a train, but Steve and Carl are on a train together. <laughs> They're going to D.C. because Carl's friend is getting a promotion, I think. So they have to go. And Steve is dropping Carl off at the train station. And then he gets knocked out and stuck in the closet. I don't know. Maybe there's more to say here. But he gets stuck in the closet. And as the train goes, now he's stuck on the train with Carl. 
uh, and Carl doesn't know it yet. And we get the full on planes, trains, automobiles, kind of like joke palette here where yep. fat guy sleeping in a bed with a little guy and you know, all that kind of shit. Um, they had definitely run out of ideas at this point <laughs> and they were going on fumes. Let's see how, what tiny space we can put these two in again. Uh, so Carl yeah, right. has to pay for Steve to be on the train because he lost his wallet or something, and it's getting, they're going to be stuck together for 14 hours. Steve has no clothes to wear, so he's got Carl's roomy boxers on. You never give another guy your boxers to wear? What the fuck is going on? No. What is that? You're going to be stuck on the train for 14 hours? Just Just wear them and deal with it. Also, the dude who's very aggressively trying to be your son-in-law for, like, the last 15 yeah, not, years. You're not wearing my underwear? What the <laughs> fuck is that? So they share a bed. Steve sings a lullaby. Carl can't stand it. He's too hot. He opens the window. Of course, it's raining. And all the water pours in on him for a funny bit. And the pillow he has to try to block it explodes. It's all Steve's fault. Not great. Not great here. Not great. Yeah. Not funny anymore. We've, we're running out of We're running out of jokes here. Maxine agrees to help DeAndre drop off a mysterious package to a guy at a magazine stand. When's the last time you saw a magazine stand? I was just thinking that. Right. Talk about things that don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I mean, I guess like in a, in an airport, it's probably sure. Right. That's the only place I could think of. Does New York city still have like, yeah, maybe New York city, but they have those like newspapers and magazines. Well, they sell like snacks and stuff there, but I'm pretty sure there was like newspapers less. It's been a while. So I don't know. I guess, yeah, do you right. need the Wall Street Journal? Like, yeah. just look it up on your phone. If and you care enough to read four. the Wall Street Journal, okay. like you so, own a phone. So yeah. many things happen at these newsstands and movies. I don't know if you I know, right? Think about that. But, like, so many movies have this, like, newsstand guy character in, in there. Yeah. And, like, characters find out information in movies. Like, I think in Batman, he, like, opens it all. Like, oh, shit, they know about me or something. <laughs> Is that the newsstand? Oh, damn. Uh, Turns out this this magazine stand guy is a coke dealer because Eddie busts him and the cops are like, great job, Eddie. And uh, yeah, Maxine has to go down to the uh, precinct to give a statement because she's technically a drug dealer because she dropped this package off. Um, which is weird to, to see coke being used in a, in a TJ. Yeah, show. that's an odd yeah. one. It I, was like a step up. I thought for sure we were going to get a weed thing, but no, it's coke. Right, the coke serious this shit is serious right now uh carl flipped out on steve while they're in the train he called him a butthead so steve hides in the bathroom and he said that's insulting to me because that's what they called me in preschool okay uh, apparently top cop is the reason that <laughs> carl's going to <laughs> this made me laugh but not for a good reason top cop <laughs> prestigious <laughs> award <laughs> For President the best Clinton cop in America. Top cop awards. Top cop. Carl's very jealous of the guy who won the <laughs> award because he turned down the job that this dude does. Steve is like, well, you turned it down for a good reason because you wanted to not move your family and blah, 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 blah. Heartwarming, heartwarming. Bleh. And Carl's like, you're right, Steve. You're actually a good guy. And, he, and uh, Steve says, you wouldn't be any good hobnobbing with Congress anyway. But Carl, you're truly a top cop. <laughs> what a cheesy. I mean, all of these are cheesy, but this is so stupid. Yeah. This is some next level so shit. So bad. Yeah, real horrible. So Maxine back with at the end with Laura, they make up. Maxine got away. Scott she just let go. Free? Yeah, right. She delivered I think, Coke. 
No, I think they like when when Eddie's picking her up to give he the said, statement. Like, yeah. He kind of says like, "You didn't know we, you know, we set this up now." So like, I think they're kind of giving her a pass because they know the circumstance. But mm-hmm. oh my god! So yeah, she got away scout free. They make up, and that's the end. Yep. Thank God. It is the worst one. Spoiler alert! My yeah. least favorite. Yeah, mine too. It is. This is like a, it's just it's just like a real nothing episode. Like yeah. there's, there's barely any jokes. The plot is almost non-existent. It's not, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. The only comment I have is that you say that Maxine's boyfriend is nice to Laura. He's like beyond like, nice to Laura. I was watching right. this with he's, my girlfriend. He like, and doesn't she's he like, like kiss her hand or something? Yeah, she, she's like if some guy came in and was started hitting on like my friend or something in like, front of like me. this guy i'd be upset yeah yeah i mean he's like it's it, it he wants sounds to, like he's he about to, to get... propose little yeah. oh urkel four-way Ro- <laughs> robot dildos <laughs> little, little stefan <laughs> one robot dildo for you. We'll get Maxine, one for you we'll get the drug dealer stefan on this we'll just we'll have Call ourselves an old-fashioned orgy Call yeah. on yourself Get Steve involved yeah. somewhere. Oh so, is it a cloning Who machine? The puppet. Steve <laughs> <laughs> has to be there. Oh my god, Steve should have been in a series regular. Yeah, he's the 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 second Steve's in this season too. That's right, Steve too. Going back oh to my the well. God. We're gonna get yeah. there. We'll we'll do Steve. So too. without getting too heady about this, I I do kind of want to make a statement of like this is of all these episodes, this is the show that actually had the most to say mm-hmm. about drugs yeah like drug dealing carl's a cop eddie's a cop it's an affluent african-american family in chicago yeah in mm-hmm. a time where drugs was ravaging a city it's right. surprising that they didn't do this a bunch of other times they just right like they just punted though i mean it was it's, like no it's exactly that like they had a chance to actually say something meaningful and i get it it's a sitcom but at the same time, like if you're going to try to make some sort of statement, and I don't even think this was making a statement, but no, this was the show that had the opportunity. Yeah. The entire show is about race relations in a way. Kind of, yeah. And they just ignored it. And yeah. I think that's like, I think it's almost embarrassing. I agree. Well, and they could have yeah. done this like early, early season, like season one, season two, right. where like, you know, like it was still more about like a, um, you know, like, like I said, that, that urban family in, in a, you know, like that, that type of situation, almost like a, uh, a middle-class Cosby show, I think is what you hear a lot of time people call the, you know, family matters mm-hmm. where they could approach that shop. like Eddie at school, I think would have been interesting, you know, like how does he yeah. how deal does he... with that? Or like, right. you know, even, even like you could have even had Urkel involved in, in, in a, in a somewhat way to kind of lighten up the episode but the last season it's almost like just a write-off they don't even care they're for just, sure there's no character development no this is they don't not, need i mean to. it's season nine yeah. compared to all the other ones this is not a drug episode this is not an episode with drugs right right yeah a reference more right so there's than. literally no consequence mm-hmm. to the right. drugs right it's yeah. just a I, plot device i thought for sure a great pot would have been eddie it's offered drugs while his dad's a cop. What the hell? Yeah, do you feel right. like oh my in that God. situation, like right, and then know. or like and then like Carl finds it on him. He's holding yeah. it for somebody. Why like, is that? Right. Why did that never happen? Right, just or from yeah. what I could tell, it would never happen. I mean, because we have Stevel. That's why. Yeah. Okay, we need at least five more episodes. Uh, like I said, this was a lot of rewrites. Okay, to <laughs> get my uh, my weed plot right, I try to go excited. try to go personal experience. Okay. Uh, 
but it didn't quite work. So here we go. Mine is Family Matters. Carl is forced to take Geraldo Faldo on a ride along in his, <laughs> in his cop car. Already down. I'm already 100% with you. <laughs> because Geraldo Faldo is doing something for high school and he needs to do this. So okay. Carl unfortunately has to cut the ride along a little bit short because at one point he is forced to make a simple weed drug bust. Just a simple quick guy selling me on the corner. Got to make the drug bust. Geraldo Faldo asked Carl, what was that all about? Like, what, what was that? And Carl says, don't worry about it. You're an idiot. I, I don't, I'm not <laughs> explaining this to you. Fuck you. And when Carl books this guy and brings him into the police station, mistakenly a small bag of weed falls out of this guy's pocket. Ooh. And Geraldo Faldo grabs this thing. And he wants to know more about it, but he can't figure out what it is. So he takes it to the smartest man he knows, one, Steve Urkel. He's like, you know science. And because, <laughs> because science, and I'm an idiot, let's, let's study this in your lab. And Steve is a very sheltered man, young man, so he doesn't know what it is either. They go to study this in Steve's underground lab or whatever in his house. But unfortunately... Geraldo Faldo, being an idiot, knocks Steve in the back of the head with a microscope, smashing him, along with a bag of weed, into the Stefan Raquel machine. Okay. The machine starts going crazy because of this, and out comes a changed man. It's Snoop Dogg. Actual Snoop Dogg comes out. Well, he would have been terrifying for the we, 90s, though. <laughs> that first that the yeah. 90s snoop dog oh yeah. my god they did not know how to handle snoop then right so 90s snoop dog comes out instead this is where i lose a little track he he caused a lot of prob- problems for the family and finally laura because he's still secretly steve is in love with laura she convinces snoop you got to go back in the machine and separate these things and go back to steve urkel so at the end he goes back in i like how laura <laughs> also might have like fallen in love with snoop dog in my world <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love so it. yeah, at the end, she has to make a choice between the three of them: Steve, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stefan, or Snoop Dogg, <laughs> or Snoople. <laughs> Snoople, a puppet version of Snoop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How can a girl choose? Do I want brains? Do I want handsome? Do I want Snoop Dogg? Or do I want this sexy puppet? <laughs> <laughs> sexy puppet. <laughs> You're telling uh, me Steve's not sexy? Get out of oh here. Oh, God, you hear that he's, voice? Woo! He's literally made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get back uh, to Steve, too. I can't wait to get there again. Uh, all right, so that's my... <laughs> oh, good one. I love it. That's a good one. Plot. Yeah. All right, the next episode is Perfect Stranger, Season 3, Episode 11, Couch yeah. Potato. Falky is glued to the TV after cable gets installed. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, is this one of the famous ones, or is this just like a random? It, it didn't stick out to me. Yeah, 
I can tell you I get offended because I watch these on Hulu. I think it's how you guys watch them, too. When it asked me to skip the intro, I'm like, fuck you. I ain't skipping nothing uh-uh. on Perfect Strangers. <laughs> Never. I did that with Dinosaurs, too. Yeah. That was like, you know, no. you can skip that, right? I'm like, uh-uh, this is a banger. Just wait. <laughs> it's a good thing. That's a good theme song. Uh, so we get that beautiful long open. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go to the Odd Couple what is it? The Odd Couple performance or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah it's play. a play. Yep. And I recently watched that movie. I, I've oh. seen it before, but I recently rewatched that movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that that movie is, first of all, crazy fucked up because the one dude's trying to commit suicide. <laughs> right. <I completely laughs> forgot then it about. was funny. <laughs> He's trying to kill I think himself. Suicide was a little funnier back. <laughs> He's trying to kill himself, but also a very good movie. Very, very good. Yeah, movie. Oh, yeah. Underrated. It's been a long, long time since I've seen it. It's worth a rewatch. It's very interesting. I liked the um, show when I was a kid. I did too. I, like yeah. it was on like reruns on like TV Land or whatever that was yeah. called. Yeah, I really liked. Oh, that. did you have cable? Oh, I did. I did. I, this is weird because uh, so this episode the boys get cable, uh, not the hot boys, but just the boys. Get, <laughs> Sadly, they, yeah. they get cable set up set up in the apartment. I don't think we had this kind of thing, right? We always had cable, right? Am I wrong or? Did you guys have like, no. do you have a memory of cable becoming a thing in your house? Uh, well, so the answer is yes and no. My dad. Oh, boy. Uh oh. I'm almost embarrassed to say this. Oh, no. So, my dad would get us cable as like a Christmas present. <laughs> okay. But it was All like, right. it was like a three month trial. Yeah. Because like every year, whoever it was, it was before Time Warner. Yeah. would call and be like hey we, you want to try cable for ten dollars a month for three months and be like i do okay. for three months <laughs> that's it so it's i'm over. very familiar with tele- cable television from right. december 25th yeah. <laughs> to march 25th that's what that's what little greg got his perfect strangers fix <laughs> yeah and then my dad would cancel it <laughs> and he did this probably for the first 12 years of my life wow so in 2021, he's a fucking genius, right? Yeah, because, right. See, that's the way TV works, works now. I've been cutting cables since 1984. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so like I distinctly remember getting cable and not getting cable and back and forth and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm. Um, and I also think that just this concept of like a TV cable guy was a trope. Yes, all right. through. Yeah, all right. through my TV watching, you know, the movie the cable guy. Yeah, oh, right. For sure, yeah. Stay you know, like. There was always that, like, I'll slip you a 20 if you get right, me the premium exactly. channels yep. and all that shit. Give me the black. I remember one of my friends, uh, my buddy, had a black box. That's, oh, how yeah. I watched, that's how I watched wrestling for years. Was I would it? just go over to his house and watch on the black box. Yeah. Yeah, I always remember so, like I, I remember always because ha- I actually correlated with wrestling because I always remember watching Superstars of Wrestling, which was on USA mm-hmm. a- since I was like a really young kid. So I always at least when I was five or six, we had it. And then from there on in, it was always there. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we didn't have it when I was younger, but I don't remember. So. And that's why I was a WCW fan because yeah, we always right. had like basic, right. basic cable. Yeah. Yeah. But TBS was one of them. Thunder was on on TBS, right, so I got right, the cream yeah. of the crop, baby. You got Thunder. You got that Stevie Ray on Thunder. Stevie Ray, Duke of Thunder. It's right. Oh, <laughs> Steve, man. Your 100 Stevie Ray versus Glacier match. How, how excited. So Balky says, the wire, this wire will change our lives. Larry says, there's four movie channels, an all aerobics channel, an all shopping channel, an all sports channel. We'll never leave to leave the house again, which is kind of works great in 2021 yeah, right. <laughs> you don't need to leave the house I feel you was pandemic ready years ago yeah, larry i feel like larry would thrive in the pandemic <laughs> we never need to leave yeah. oh, great. Yeah. balky makes a joke about 
they change the channel. He's like, is that Michael Jackson or his sister? And Larry says, no, that's Diana Ross. What are you doing? That's a weird uh, joke. It is weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Awkward. Yeah, because Michael Jackson was, uh, it, I don't know. How do you describe Michael Jackson in the 90s? I don't know. I was a massive fan of him. I had his tape. Everyone was. Oh, God. Yeah, Black tape. and White Baby, Macaulay Culkin, George yep. Wentz, yep. Dream Come True. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Here, Macaulay. <laughs> Valky gets the remote. He gets to pick. First, he puts on a Bears game. It's the most exciting Bears game of all time, of course. I was going to say, when's the last time the Bears had an exciting game except for when they missed that field goal for you? Probably 87 when they were watching it. The Super Bowl or the Double Doinker. Those are the only two I can think of. So uh, he, of course, changes the channel, and Larry gets furious and says, what did you change it to? Well, he changed it to Mr. Ed. Larry looks like he's going to murder him, but then he flips it again to the Brady Bunch, and they both sing the Brady Bunch song together. Um, All night long, Balky watches TV. Larry's been kept awake, comes out, tries to rouse him, and he's very – this is where we get into, like, the the weed adjacent, I guess. Yeah. Of, like, he just won't respond when he's trying to wake him up or, like, get him away from the TV. And then – I love this. I absolutely love this. He hip tosses Larry onto the couch. It's a hell of a hip toss. Wings him oh, yeah. onto the couch with yeah. one arm. And he's like, whoa, where'd you learn to do that? Well, I watched the all wrestling channel for hours. Yeah. Loved it. Watching those deep arm drags by Ricky Steamboat. Yes. <laughs> Flipping between four different movies at the same time. And this is not like abnormal. Like I was doing this shit as a kid. Flipping between all oh, kinds gotcha. of shit. Oh, yeah. I was a channel flipper. Now I don't do that. Now with like streaming and everything, you don't do that anymore. But I used to do this all the time. He's been flipping between four different Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. The one where he fights the soldiers, the one where he fights the whatever, and the one where he fights this. <laughs> one's drug through. dealers, yep. one's soldiers, and one is soldier drug dealers. Oh, right. Very and how job. fortunate would you be back in that day to have three Arnold Schwarzenegger movies on at the same time? That's like glorious, yeah, right? man. I mean, That's I, great. I, I had Commando in right so you know, oh, my God. What's Predator. your favorite? What's your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Terminator Two. <sighs> awesome, so good. It, I mean, it's yeah. it's so not, fucking good. It is coincidentally an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Right. So I don't <laughs> yeah, really have any. Yeah. I mean, he's the main guy, but yeah, right. like it's, it's a perfect movie. But that, I don't yeah. think actually Arnold Schwarzenegger really improves that movie. Like, if you just transpose The Rock into that, would it be any better or worse? I don't know. Well, I did a whole episode on my other podcast about transposing The <laughs> Rock <laughs> into things. And uh, most Plug often, it, he makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> almost every with, time, he makes it better. I'm going go with Total Recall. Like, I love Terminator oh, 2. Don't get me wrong. Too. But Total yeah. Recall. Like, I think he has more to do in Total Recall. The, the whole, then, like, Mars yeah. setting that they created is right. blows me away every single time. Like, the amount of detail and thought they put into it. Like yeah. And then I would say probably Predator is the Predator. other one in there. Yeah, that's a great I one. Could, any three of those movies could just be it. Mm-hmm. Those are fine. Those are fantastic. I would say for me, it's True Lies. I absolutely love True wow. Lies. Wow, okay. I, I, like love, I love Oh, True you'd Lies. love it. It's very yeah. funny. It's really weird. I've only weird. caught bits and pieces of it, and I like what I've seen, but I just never have. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's, out, the only, it's, it's the only James Cameron movie I haven't seen either. It's really? off the wall. Oh, it's a James Cameron movie? Oh, yeah. shit. You can tell because everything looks like it's made of silver. (laughs) And it's weird because in that movie, Tom Arnold is in in there. And you figure, like, that's horrible. Like, that's horrible. He's good. No way, man. So good. He's so funny. Where they talk about the ice cube trays from the freezer gets me every time. I saw that clip recently. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) I love that joke. Oddly enough, 
that is my favorite Super Nintendo game. The over-the-top oh, yeah? True Lies game is wow. what I played the most. Crazy. It's one of my favorite Super Nintendo. It's a great Super Nintendo game. It's an over-the-top like GTA kind of yep. game where you, you shoot, and if you shoot hostages, you die. I used to run it all the time from the corner stars. Getting True Lies out again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it. God, that kid again. This fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> Turtles 2, WrestleMania 9, and True Lies again, please. The same three things. Give me those pixie sticks that are too big. Going crazy. So Larry finally convinces Balky to go to sleep. It's 5 a.m. Later in the week, we see Larry at the Chicago Chronicle covering his friend in the mailroom who apparently went to lunch and never came back. Sort of like he's been high. Lydia, advice columnist, comes down. She's like, I got these, where's the mail with the letters for my advice column? And Larry gives them to her and he's like, actually, I have a question. Like, I need some advice. And he asks her the question about like, so my friend, he, Valky won't stop watching TV. And she's like, too many people ask me stuff. I'm out of here. She's like, I like that. Out. The advice column is like, why would I out? have all <laughs> the answers? That's what she said. Uh, new dickhead boss. We've had other yeah. dickhead boss, right? New well, dick, the one I remember. Recon- I recognize this one. I don't yeah. uh, from other things though, and I couldn't place it. I should have looked it up on IMDb, but I, I know think this he just actor. plays this character in things. Yes, yeah. right, right. I remember like I kind of just watch this show sometimes. I not the other shows, but I watch the show sometimes just for fun. Correct. And I watched a Christmas episode with him in it, and they like break him down finally. No, like, yeah. why he's such an asshole. So maybe someday we'll do that. She's like, Balky has already fucked up the mail three times this week. <laughs> when I see him next, and if he fucks up again, I'm going to fire his ass. <laughs> and Larry's like, all right. So finally, Balky shows up. He's got sunglasses on. Another reference. Like, yeah, this is definitely the biggest indicator right? of drug yes, right. correlation. So now he's got sunglasses on. He shows up to work with sunglasses on. He's lost track of time. You know, this dude is smoking. Come on. Mm-hmm. Harriet, Harriet's in this one, not yeah. in Family Matters. She comes in and says, that boy is a couch potato. And Larry's like, how do I determine that? It's like, well, if he sings the uh, I Dream of Genie theme song, then he is a couch potato. And the next second, of course, he comes in and hums I Dream of Genie. The next scene, Balky comes home. He's re- returning from work quickly to watch TV. He smashes the door open into Larry's face only to discover they've been robbed. There's no TV anymore. And then they fight about it, and Larry says, look, I took the TV, and I put it in a bus storage locker, and I gave the key to Marianne, who's now on a plane to Zurich. Right. Which it took me a second to remember that they are stewardesses. Right. right. So I was like, well, that's extreme. (laughs) She just did that? Yeah, right. I guess she just has a free time to go to Zurich. Uh, so Balky says, uh, Larry says, you have a problem. Balky says, I can stop anytime I want. And then he goes crazy on him, shakes him like I need the TV. And then says like, no, no, actually I can stop anytime I want. Don't get crazy. <laughs> he tells Larry, don't get crazy. It's <laughs> funny. Uh, so Larry's like, look, there's no TV. You're going to be fine. I got to go report on this water department meeting or something for the paper. I'll be back later. Horrible, horrible assignment. So Larry returns from this terrible meeting and he sees Balky has a new TV, a giant one that he's yeah. bought from Big Al's. 
He's like, I got this from Big Al's. And they fight over the remote, which is very funny. Like, mm-hmm. Turning off, turning on of the remote and turning the TV on at the TV. Um, and then Larry says, oh, look, it's Gumby. And then he steals the remote and holds it hostage out the window and says, look, you're a couch potato. Eat. Says, ha, 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 couch potato. I'd be offended if I knew what that meant. Which is <laughs> 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 very funny. Larry tries to reason with him. And then he goes and Balky goes into another trance because he's looking out the window across the street into the other apartments. And he thinks he sees a TV. And Larry's like, that's a fucking fish tank. You're crazy. You've gone crazy. And he says, cousin, I want my MTV. So then they fight over the remote. And Larry says, take another step. I'll throw this out the window. And, of course, he takes another step. Wing. Fires that thing out the window. And Balky says, no problem. I'll just use my finger because it's 1980 whatever. So I can use my finger to change the channel. And they fight over his finger as if it's the remote, which Mm -hmm. is very funny. And then as they're doing this, Larry says, you give me no choice. I'm going to pull this out. I wasn't going to, but when's the last time you wrote your letter, wrote a letter to your mother. <laughs> and he's like, well, yesterday. It's like, when did you write it? And he said, well, when I was watching this movie. And then he says, well, why don't you look at the TV guide? TV guide. When's the last time? I yeah, seriously. Guide? I guess still in publication, by the way. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember I was excited when like wrestling was on the front. Yes. TV guy. I'm like, oh yeah, everyone's gonna watch it now. Mm-hmm. No, not not so. <laughs> that's how it works. Not so. <laughs> TV guide. Check the TV guide, and then they have like a funny little bit where they actually yes. calm down and like. It, it, it was when, this when day. Was, yeah, when was that? Oh, Wednesday. Okay, that's right. Like, oh, okay, that, that, that was very funny. <laughs> and then they go back to fighting, and then he figures out that it was two weeks ago that he wrote. A letter to his mom and he said oh no i've turned into a mr potato head mm. <laughs> and tv is bad for you balky if you abuse it same thing as yep. weed and right. so they return the tv and he's like okay good we'll return the tv also can we return the satellite dish i just ordered it's <laughs> very funny Which, in like 1987 that was like that would tens be of thousands of dollars yeah. that's a baller purchase especially yeah. in a new uh chicago apartment seriously yeah right next day the boss is checking in on balky and he's like got all his work done he's he's done everything he can't he can't fire him and he says i need to leave early i'm going to a rock concert he says well you when you mess up i'm gonna throw a party and balky says great i'll bring the hats so you can save some money or something like that you know the typical uh balky positive response to something negative and they're going to a rock concert. They're going to see Chicago. Hmm. Not a rock band, right? <laughs> yeah. Is Chicago no, a rock band? Yeah, band? they're a rock Folksy band. rock. What? Are they, are they a rock band? I don't know. Yeah, they have like the... Um, uh, I never thought of them as like a... 20, yeah, Chicago. 24 duh. or 6 to 5, right? That's them. I that's think a, that's I like no one of the idea. best rock songs of all time. Is it a rock song though? I mean, what it's would a, you call a, it? I don't know. I, I wouldn't because I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I wasn't thinking Chicago is rock, like true rock. Oh, I think <laughs> yeah, I think they are. We're gonna go see a band called Pantera. So. <laughs> yeah, like Rush. Rush. Rush? No, Ru- I mean Rush is prog rock. Yeah, like they have a subgenre all to themselves. Mm-hmm. What do you think Balky's favorite '80s like hair metal was? Is it Poison? Oh, wow, no, 
It's no, because be he doesn't get any of the softer. references. It right. Be, yeah. Oh, striper. yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> striper. <laughs> Does it have to be rock or could it, it might... be uh, Hall and Oates? I feel like Hall and Oates is his <laughs> Oh, gym. for sure. Yeah. Man Eater. I could see him singing that. Do you yeah. think he'd be scared by like Kiss's performance or the stage show? Or do you think he'd No, be I think you think it's a stage show. He would love it. Call them four clowns up there yeah, with he, the fire. He would love it. He would love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they do like a whole who's on first thing here at the end yeah. where we're going to see a rock concert. Who is it? Chicago. Oh, yeah, we live here. Okay, get it. It's in Chicago. No, the band Chicago. And, uh, you know, that whole thing. Uh, so that's how it ends. Yeah. Perfect Strangers. I felt like this episode had the best drug message, which is funny because it was like the earliest episode out of all of these right. uh, in terms of like chronologically. But just the whole like, listen, you know, everything in moderation, like it, yeah. you can do stuff if you like it, but just don't do it to excess. And I feel like it's a great right. lesson for everything in life for, you know, drugs, food, alcohol, TV. just chill, man. And Relax, it's a good indicator of like the effects it has on your friends. Yeah, right, right, like, right. Larry has to cover for his friend, mm-hmm. you know, right, who's right. suffering from a problem. He's right. suffering too. Like that's a real thing. There's also the comment that he makes where he's like, "We never do anything anymore. Yeah. Like we can't go out and meet anyone or do anything because all you do is sit here." Yeah. So, which is it was definitely it's weird, but this was like the most realistic approach to it, and it had nothing to. They never said they never, drugs. They never said we. They never said it's, anything. It's know? very close. Yeah. It's like, right? yeah. After like this, especially the sunglasses, like you said, we're really yeah. uh, dancing on the edge here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's too early for a for a drugs episode, I guess. For I guess, for strangers. yeah, maybe. you're probably right. Like it was just at the time where you couldn't like just throw it in there or name drop it or say weed or pot or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. right. Okay, Mark, do you want to do your uh, plot right now, or do you want to? Yes. The end? Okay. All right. So you guys got you know Full House, Family Matters. So I had to, I wanted to pick one that was like very closely associated with TGIF as my setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I picked Teen Angel. Okay. So <laughs> the classic TGIF show, Teen Angel. Here's how it starts. We're in the science lab again. Okay. Now Steve, okay. Who, who, by the way, not Teen Angel. Not Teen Steve, Angel. Okay. He is hitting on this girl. Okay. And this girl is out of his league. Like, supreme. We'll say she's played by Ashley Simpson just because, whatever. Like, it's time appropriate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, he's hitting on her and she wants nothing to do with him. But even though she's supremely hot, here's the thing she wears glasses. So, you know, she's a nerd. Okay. Oh. That's how we know this. So, he has yeah. a chance, but he is just he's striking out he's talking about like he's trying to impress her with his knowledge about like pogs and matchbox 20 and it's just it's not working it's not she's not interested she's not interested (laughs) so she walks off okay so marty who is the teen angel by the way (laughs) pops up and goes like what's you know what's up what's what's the dealio brother and he's like i was trying to like get with this girl and she wants like nothing to do with me (laughs) because i'm like i'm a big old dum-dum like you know i'm leroy i'm dumb as hell and he's like well marty (laughs) says hold on I'm your I'm your teen angel. I can come up with something. Now in heaven, there's a shit ton of scientists, right? Who are right. really smart and they can come down and tutor you. So you could be just as smart as she is because smart people like each other, then you have a chance. And he's just like, yeah, all right, cool. So Marty goes to heaven. Strap yourselves in. Marty goes to heaven and he goes, he goes behind Rod's back because Rod's <laughs> no Rod in this. No, no, he, you know, he goes around it. Rod is there, oh, but he like, tricks him or something. So he tricks him with a remote or something. I don't know. So he goes and gets, uh, he needs like a, a, a famous scientist. So, so 
he finds famed French scientist, biologist, chemist, Louis Pasteur, okay? Right. Now, you're thinking to yourself, okay, who's going to play Louis Pasteur? And I think there's only one answer to that, and that's Willie Nelson. So (laughs) Willie Nelson shows up as Louis Pasteur, and they decide, like, all right, well, I need to get to Earth, but how can I do that? I don't have a body anymore. I'm just a soul. So he inhabits the body of a Bunsen burner, okay, in the science lab, okay? It's now alive with his googly eyes and he just talks and you know it's Willie Nelson so the three of them wait for school to close okay so they sneak in right and oh my god Ryan Greg the physical comedy that I have planned for this scene you your sides they be splitting I'm talking about oh. like fart jokes I'm talking about more fart jokes okay just back <laughs> All to the back farts. to back random fart jokes right they ain't getting <laughs> anywhere okay so Willie Nelson the Bunsen burner goes listen guys we're not focused we need to just kind of like we're not getting anything done. We got let's let's relax, okay? Let's mellow out, right? Oh, let's take the edge off, right? Oh, so you know what's happening? They make meth, okay? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and now the rest of this is pretty much the story of Breaking Bad, okay? Pretty Whoa. much the entire thing. Yeah, it goes Breaking Bad. Um, oh, they make a little blue magic, by the way. Right Whoa, here. he's so, got props oh. and everything. Just to let you know that sight gag was planned since this whole thing started. And uh, wow. They, you know, and it, it ends pretty bad. It, you know, it ends with basically Stephen getting killed by the DEA and very bloody shootout. It's it's a really really graphic scene. Even um, Teen Angel can't help him. No, Teen Angel can't help him. But Teen Angel, however, uh, is reincarnated as his infant daughter. Stephen dies, becomes the new Teen Angel. Whoa! Joe can keep going because now that's his Teen Angel. They again. switch places. Right. Right. And wow. that's, it's a two-parter. It's, it's a long episode. A two-parter? It's like a 25-parter. <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. Breaking Bad. Yep. Steve dies. What happens to Willie Nelson? We don't know. know. He's, we don't know. He's like, you know, he, he gets, uh, he goes Just, in the witness protection agency. Wow. <laughs> and then the he, gets a burner. he gets a spin-off sitcom. Oh, oh right. Oh, Better Call Saul. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Perfect. That's pretty good. Green light that sucker. Teen Angel. <laughs> oh, Teen Angel. I like I had a prop for that. Yep. <laughs> I feel like they should have made Angel Dust. Yeah. Oh, look at that. This is why it has to go through multiple people. See? This, this is, is why, why you got a workshop. Right. You need exactly. a, a writer's room, right? Yeah. That's right. why you need a writer's room. The guts room. of the episode and the idea are there, and it's good. So, If I was in charge, this would have been still running today. There you go. Let's reboot Teen Angel together. <laughs> now we're talking. Grittier. <laughs> HBO 2 coming this summer. Real DC. <laughs> Made by the Euphoria guy. Oh, <laughs> sexy Teen Angel. Oh, a lot of sex stuff. <laughs> Teen Angel 2, a lot of sex stuff. Sexy stuff. <laughs> Teen Angel 2. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I like it. A, a grittier uh, Teen Angel. Yeah. Very, very yeah. gritty. Selena Gomez plays God. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays Rob? God's cousin. Yeah, that's right. Justin oh. Bieber. Uh, <laughs> are we ready for the last one, step by step? Let's do it. Season six, episode four. Just say maybe Al is tempted to use marijuana when she is at a concert. Carol, Carol's married friend flirts with... Jean-Luc Repeyru. Here he is again. Yeah. Our boy. When you know, when you see a good thing, you got to milk it. About the kids, I mean, it can't be nearly as wild as Woodstock. I mean, it's not like they're going to go up there and smoke pot and dance on a VW van like you did. 
Bronson Pincho in Step by Step. Punching every one of the TGIF like cards he can get. He is He did clueless. We did, did that clueless. last week. Right, uh right. do you remember anything about John Luke or this happening? Obviously yeah, we've I talked remember about him being yeah, on we, the show. He I remember him being a hairdresser. Right. That was about the extent of what I, I didn't remember. know that character was like nationally renowned though, right? Like we oh, kind of get that in the weird. Yeah, right. Yeah. That he's like very, very famous. Good thing he landed in Wisconsin. <laughs> what a weird place to do hair for working national... out of a garage. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, maybe we need to go back and find that episode. Yeah, and yeah. see what the fuck happened there. We maybe begin that with... would be a good topic. Like abrupt cast changes. Yeah, we already did the Harriet one. <laughs> All right, we got that one down. Uh, we begin Carol on the internet yelling at the computer about something on her. Uh, on her internet computer. That's how that works. Al comes down. She says, her and the older kids are going to Rockfest 97 as long as she... Rockfest! Rock By the way... Stupid. I like that they have to say the whole thing every time, though. I know, right. I feel like they knew it was stupid, yeah. and they ran yeah. with it. Well, we know that Lenny Kravitz is at Rockfest because he gets mentioned okay. at the end. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. We have, I have a little plan for that. Oh, I love it. Rockfest 97, every time they said it, I thought of your festival you went to, Greg, where the guy just gave you a bag of weed. Like, yeah, <laughs> Greg was at Rockfest right. 97. <laughs> skunk weed for you, Here you sir. go. Here's a great here's a bag of weed. and a big bag of weed. <laughs> me and Shane saw it. Rockfest 97. That's all I can think about. She's like, we're gonna go there. What's the worst that could happen? We're gonna sleep in sleeping bags. We're gonna be in thousands of crowds of thousands. And uh, Carol yeah, that- says, well, the worst thing that could happen is you're gonna make me a grandmother and have I'm gonna have a grandson named Snakebite. There's more to it, but that's fun. Uh, she like laughs it off, like, ha ha ha, you're never going to this, you fucking dipshit. And <laughs> Carol's high school friend Patty showing up. And they do like a cheerleading thing. Yeah. And the crowd like woos. So I thought like, <laughs> oh, is is Patty someone? Like is right. she I don't think she's so. not. Oh no. I looked her up. She's not. She's like, in, why... in so much shit, but not as anyone relevant. Why couldn't you brought the other girl from Three's Company in? Like that would have right. that would have been a woo worthy moment. Yeah. That's what I thought was happening, but it was just them dancing, I guess. She's married to this guy, Trooper Dave, who's like a real cop. Dick. Who's fucking Tackleberry? He's Tackleberry. Again? <laughs> yeah. Again? again? The yeah, same I, actor. I yes. looked it up. He's yes. on the show three times, plays a different dude each time. And we've seen two out of the we've three. Seen two of them. I yeah. was going to say, we saw him before, but he wasn't married to this woman. No, was he? no he was he's totally... married to a different person. Yeah, right. Because the at the time when I saw him, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Is he? Is right. his son still after Al, right? right? I'm like, mm, oh, they, yeah. this is where they come from, California. Right. I right. guess it's the no. first time we see him. But no, no. Dif- different cop, completely different. Right, totally different character. No, I don't think he's a cop. I don't think so. All right. Well, he's, he's a cop. No, he was a cop. Because then we talk about how he was a cop. 
Well, that was in Police Academy. That's the whole reason we call him Tackleberry. So. Right, but I thought he played a cop last time. Uh, whatever. He's Who a knows? cop. I don't whatever. know. But it's still weird. It's yeah. weird that they use the same actor to play three different three dudes. separate times. It's also, like I said, weird that we've only seen like four step-by-step episodes in and two out of the four. Two of them Tackleberries. <laughs> yeah, right. So weird. Get our Tackleberry punch card. <laughs> yeah. One more. We get a free Tackleberry. <laughs> he, he's uh, dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh no, he is. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, all of the police academy cast showed up to his funeral, though. So I guess he was beloved. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Even all Gutenberg? the kids come. Do you really want Michael Winslow Dude. showing up to your fucking funeral? Goot. <laughs> it's funny because my kid is super into the Big Green right now, mm-hmm. and Goot is in that. Hell yeah! He oh, is. the Goot. He's in there. Well, He's doing stuff. Uh, I mean, that was a long time ago, obviously. He was in something recently, wasn't he? He was. Uh, yeah. I really liked, there was a show, Party Down. I yeah, he's, in, he's a Party great Down. episode of Party Down. He is a great episode. He's, a, he's apparently Down. friends with Rob Thomas, the guy who makes it, because he's, he's in like a whole season of Veronica Mars, too. I like wow. Veronica Mars, too. Oh, I love okay. Veronica Mars. I loved it. I thought Never it was my, the original series. I, I loved. My screen name on Facebook and Twitter is both Dick Casablancas. <laughs> mm, that's right. All right, so the older kids come through, and they're all pissed off. They can't go to the concert. Rockfest 97. <laughs> Every time it's funny. They can't go to this thing. And Patty's there and she's like trying to introduce herself. And they're like, fuck you, lady. We're out of here. We're going to see this movie where Which, nothing wrong could happen. I've been introduced to my parents' friends at that age, and that was my reaction. It was yeah, like, yeah. Like, like that yeah. half smile. You're like, I don't give a shit. Right. Patty spilled the beans after they complain, and Carol says, like, they want to go to this concert. They're they're crazy. And she's like, "Well, you went, you and I went to Woodstock, and you got high, and you danced on top of a VW bus or whatever." <laughs> if I was a parent, oh my god! And gosh, some lady Christ. showed up at my fucking door after not seeing her for eighteen years, and yeah. just starts Dropping saying all secrets? my dirty secrets to my kids. Oh my Dropping god! Dropping some secrets I right now. Killed her. Yeah, yeah. Oh my! I would have killed her. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Get out of here, Tackleberry. Bring your stupid wife with you. I'm back back with a different wife. Yeah. (laughs) Just knock on my door. First sin. How dare you? Who the fuck knocks on a door anymore? Yeah, right. Oh, walk in. What are you talking about? This this, shut. This whole storyline never happens in 2021 because you see that fucking nest front door and you're like, I don't know, fuck that is. I'm not answering. Yeah, yep. who the fuck is that? <laughs> that bitch 18 years ago? Ew, no. Text me. So I like that Carol smoked weed, though. I thought that was good. Yeah. Like, uh, she went to Woodstock and smoked some weed. Um, Sort of. Right. She kind of tries to yeah. downplay it. The kids are like, you went to fucking Woodstock and you won't go- let us go to this show? And you Rockfest smoked? 97. Rockfest 97. <laughs> and you smoked weed at it, too? And you're giving us shit? Like, we're not going to do that. We're just going to the show. So finally... Frank is like, just let him go. I'm like, let's get him out of here so we can. All right. All right. Frank always thinking a couple steps ahead. I like. Yeah, that. he knows yeah. what's happening. He listen, knows what's happening. If he gets them out of the house, Brandon just lives in the basement, you know. Right. And Mark's gonna Mark, play video. Apparently, he's obsessed with video games. Yeah. Right. So we don't need to worry about Mark. We got a potential eh, going right. on here. We got a new babe coming in. Probably sure Cody's dead at this point. I don't know. Cody's yeah. gone. I haven't right? seen him in the driveway in a while. Cody's gone on wherever yeah. he went. Um. They get to go. John Luke Repe Rue. We see him for the first time. Bronson Pincho is this character. Shows up and Dave Trooper Tackleberry says, like, let's go check out my cool squad car and arrest people? Yeah. 
let's bust some heads. Like, come on in. Well, like it was like at the kitchen table, it was Frank, Tackleberry, Brandon, and Mark. Yeah. And Brandon has, once again, no line. No line. <laughs> he's, he's just, he's this just is the last season or second to last, and they just, whoop. Yep. They have John. written him off. John Luke is cooking for the, he's a great cook as well. Sensually cooking. He's cooking snails, and he named them all. So we get the uh, kind of balky kind of jokes. Like, yes, you're right. yes. it's, uh, Stinky, slimy, and uh, this one's called Bob Dole, which I mm-hmm. laughed at. A lot of yep, presidential got good, jokes. Got a good joke out of that. Yeah presidential jokes in this one patty is all about john luke so she starts flirting with him and he's into it he's like okay well you know let's do this let's do this she suddenly reveals that she's married and her husband's kind of boring he's like whoa whoa husband what the fuck and she says you're you're so much funnier than my husband but i like this little subtle thing where he's skinning the carrots He's yeah. like taking the skin oh, off yeah. the carrots. Right. And he's yeah. like, Whoa. very funny. <laughs> 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 Nick the carrot real quick. So she goes like full on after John Luke. Mm-hmm. She wants a piece of this, this Frenchman. And he's backing off. Eventually he steps on a snail. He steps and kills, steps on and kills Bob Dole. So Bob Dole's dead. The snail. And he what runs away. Mm-hmm. He runs away. So now we finally get Rockfest 97. Yeah. So this is where I put who who do you think would play Rockfest ninety seven? That's got, a good we, one. We already have Lenny Kravitz. You mentioned Maxbox twenty. Matchbox <laughs> yeah, that's actually I, I'm I'll, yeah okay. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz uh, puts it in a weird spot because mm-hmm. r- to me Rockfest ninety seven is like Limp mm-hmm. Bizkit. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, but you're with, going full but, rock, but not with Lenny Kravitz. I feel like that's, that's too extreme for this family. Right? Are we talking? Are we like? Are we gym blossoming? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's closer. Yeah, maybe like the edgiest is like Third Eye Blind. That's like the, that's the hardest they'll go. Oh yeah, Third Eye Blind, Third Eye Blind. definitely in there. Oh for yeah. sure, and uh, the Goo Goo Dolls, they would be yeah, there, no right. doubt. Yeah, Goo Goo Dolls makes. There's a lot hockey of sense. in that area. They'll be at home. They'll feel comfortable. So a lot of Goo Goo Dolls in there. Yeah, go ahead. No, but so you know, if that if somebody gave me a ticket to that, I would go. You know, if yeah, I wouldn't pay for it, but yeah. you know, that's fine. I, I would see Goo Goo Dolls try. <laughs> Isn't that exactly um, what that tour was? That like it. Those the almost those people we just named are all touring now together, I yeah. think. And it's oh, like yeah. the, really? wow. it's like yeah, it's like the Boys of Summer tour or something. Wow. Oh, yeah. Shit. It's funny because when I work, worked at the radio station, uh, we always did a Google Dolls specific concert. Like the Google Dolls are coming us back. And um one of my coworkers and I a few months ago were joking about this. So like the Johnny what's his name? Johnny Resnick. Johnny Resnick, yeah. 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 It was the every other year Johnny. That's what we called it. Because <laughs> he would come in for an interview, and one year he'd be like the greatest guy, so thankful that they're like still working and like answer any question. Then the next year, him and the bassist would come in, and he would say nothing. He'd have his hood up, his sunglasses on, and the bassist would do all the work and be like, Yeah, we're really excited, right, Johnny? And he'd be like, Yeah. That'll be it. <laughs> That's all we get out of Johnny when we'd interview him. Wow. <laughs> every other year, Johnny wedding i went to uh i spent the entire wedding trying to put together the worst music festival of all time <laughs> oh, i love it <laughs> with some of the people at the table like what's the worst music festival you could put together and they were head- it was of course headlined by nickelback okay yep. <laughs> of course who are great guys by the way i met nickelback once 
backstage at its back, and they were very, very nice. But I've seen several Nickelback concerts. Terrible, terrible. You think? Songs. I thought they put on a good show for whatever. Sure, they, did. they play like, hard. Their songs are bad, but their, their concerts songs are entertaining. Yeah, yeah right. right. Uh, I go into all of them for free. By the way, <laughs> I did too. Obviously, yeah. that's important you, to note. I really do feel like you literally. We, you know, working at music stores, we literally could not give Nickelback tickets away. So wow. we're just like, well, we have twelve yeah. of them left. Who wants to go? It's like, hey, listen for free. Fuck I would it. go. Uh, I would go right. any place if the tickets were free. Like really, right. as Absolutely. long as my friends were going, who? That's fine. Like just the right. experience alone, you know. I feel like Creed would be somewhere on that opening. Oh, band they were in there. Creed. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, that's did... another band that puts on a great show. I did a, I did, I did a Creed. Uh, I did, I did a Creed Spack show one time. Oh, for sure, me too. Oh my God, six free from the edge. I was. Yeah, <laughs> we were at, when I was at Siena. They had a, uh, they, it was a the summer concert series or spring concert, whatever they did. And I remember it was the Mighty Mighty Boss Boss Tones. Oh yeah, okay. the Voodoo Glow Skulls were their openers. Fuck yeah, oh, Voodoo shit. Glow Skulls played for over ninety minutes, and it was. Yeah. Awesome! Like and every, also it was, played yes. ninety songs during that. Yeah, it was, yeah, every minute. They were so on fire. I just remember the boss tones got on and played for fourteen minutes and then left, and people were so pissed. Oh, but at the plus God. side, like you didn't, I didn't really feel like I was jipped because like the Voodoo Glow Skulls were so goddamn good. But I've never seen an opening band play for less than fifteen minutes yeah. and get the fuck out of there. I've wow. seen the boss tones a few times and they're always disappointing. Really interesting. Yeah. At their absolute best, they are a medium rock band live. Yeah. And that's wow. at their wow. best. That's now, I've crazy. seen the Voodoo Glow Skulls probably 12 times. Yeah. Mm. Everyone a banger. They all, they, it was They're just, awesome. it blew me away. They were just so damn good. It's no Turbo yeah. Negro. What's your, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what's your worst, what's the worst concert you've ever been to? Oh, I know this hand. Definitely down. wasn't Turbo Negro. So <laughs> that was the best. I, no, Turbo Negro was great. Um, <laughs> I have two answers to this. I have a okay. recent one and a classic one. Oh, okay. Um, my recent one was Maroon Five. Oh, okay. Who I already don't have any affection towards, but the, yeah. my girlfriend at the time wanted to go, so I was like, "Oh, fuck it." I've been to probably a thousand concerts in my life, and I've been surprised. So you never know. Sure, they could be all right. They were. so so emotionless mm-hmm. it was oh. i mean i'm not even kidding if if adam what's levine not adam levine, levine. if adam levine walked up and like to a cassette player and was like <laughs> and then walked <laughs> off stage on. it would have possibly been a better concert experience it was just like he couldn't give a shit the band barely existed yeah. all their songs are medium it was just mm-hmm. it was just i mean i think we left probably 12 songs in i was just like i can't handle this yeah. Um, worst concert I ever saw was Evanescence. Yeah. <sighs> when was that? What year was that? Do you Oof. know? It was one of it was uh, channel the one oh three ones. Okay. Yep. What I want to say, Rock big, the Bells. It's big, not Rock. No, the Bells. it's Big, big day, day Out. out. Oh, I worked. Oh, right. I worked that show yeah, yeah, yeah. for years. <laughs> big Day um, Out. It was Godsmack. I did all the Godsmacks. And Evanescence was there, and so I want to say two thousand three, two thousand four mm-hmm. in there. Um, yeah. Evanescence already probably the worst band of all time live so much worse really and yes and i'm and i'm not even exaggerating this at all the entire like performance by amy what's her face yes um she would stand up go to the microphone take the microphone out sing fall back into a chair (laughs) what the fuck and she probably 
Yeah, but it was a folding chair. (laughs) And she probably did this for the nine songs they played. And then they were like, all right, Stained is next. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) To really get you excited. (laughs) Yeah, to really get you pumped up. Mark, what do you got for worst concert ever? The first concert I ever went to was like an all day. It was Ozfest. It was an all day, uh, you know, mm. one of those things. And at noon, Tommy Lee and his band, whatever it was at the oh, time, showed God. up. And he was such a dick on the oh, mic. He's, he's an asshole. Like, you know, to like people who are like watching him, all 10 people who were around him. And like, you know, you, he was, but he was on the main stage. So you could really go off and do something. But he played for like an hour and it was he had a laser show at fucking noon so it was just you couldn't see anything like he was getting mad that nobody was responding it was like getting very very adversarial and it just like ruined like i was like getting lunch i'm like this sucks like i like i was i I was stuck there watching it and i'm just mad because the music sucks and he's getting pissy and i can't just bad just real bad funny yeah oh i'm Um, sorry one more band that just generally sucks and i've seen him a bunch do it is uh 311 Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Those guys no. are fucking terrible live. I feel terrible. Like Ryan's gonna disagree with you. You're hurting me. You're hurting me so much because are you being serious? Okay, I haven't seen them live. <laughs> They're terrible live. I haven't and seen I them live. I don't dislike Three Eleven. I am obsessed. We just Nation of Conversation just hit episode 311 so I was, one day i was like oh episode 311 let me put on 311 for the song at the end or whatever bullshit and i'm like i fucking love these songs they're so <laughs> stupid they're so stupid but they make me feel good so i have not stopped <laughs> i've listened to 311 every day doing that right before <laughs> every, I single day. every single day while i'm working at home I'm like Oh, wow. Give me some cum original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so stupid. Uh, but I love it. I love it so much. I like 311 well Sorry. enough. I have yeah. certain nostalgia for them. But like, sure, I think that I've seen one record was amazing. Nostalgia yeah. is Every the right word. Every single fucking time. They're just terrible. The uh, problem is that rapper and the singer, yeah, like, they yeah, just yeah. don't sound right without some sort of effect on them. the production right whatever echo effect yeah. that they put on the actual album is not oh my God. It's not replicated live so funny you say that bad. it's so funny you say that because i listen to it every day now i'm like <laughs> oh yeah give me some of that amber energy <laughs> <laughs> it's not good i can admit it's not good but i love it all right i have uh i've seen many a terrible shit for work so i'm mm-hmm. not i'm gonna put that in another category like i've seen kiss i've seen creed all that kind of shit that absolutely suck motley crew some of that stuff bad but uh the worst concert i ever saw was real big fish (gasps) okay no way okay i love real big fish so i told everybody in in my college uh dorm or whatever let's go see real big fish that there's literally in walking distance let's go see it of course and the side guy Scott had a side project. Oh. What the name of it was? It was really good. It was like Scott is dead or something like that. It was the name Love of the band. And he had these. He had a great album. I don't. Know, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But it was a really good album. So he opened, and then it was going to be Real Big Fish. So I was like, this is fucking great. So Real Big Fish comes out and they start doing the the whole thing. And the dude, the main dude, I forget his name. So he comes out and he's drunk. And he has a bottle of Jack Daniels. And it's right before the third or fourth album. 
he had been writing. So he was like under, I guess he wrote like a whole thing about it on a blog. He comes out with a giant bottle of Jack Daniels. He sings three songs badly, <laughs> smashes the bottle on the stage and leaves. He's out. He's gone. And Scott, the, the other, like the backup singer guy, he's standing there and he's like, sorry guys had no idea this was going on obviously because i just opened for this for us no (laughs) clue what was happening in the back this guy he's got some problems we're gonna leave goodbye and they're done that was it that's crazy holy shit that sucks and the show ended oh no lights came on everything that was it and then like a few days later this is back when like website blogs was the thing he wrote in there like uh sorry had a bad night on heroin or something like that and uh overdid it and the new album is giving me too much stress and i feel really bad we're gonna come back someday they never did (laughs) it was the worst concert ever and everyone there and i had seen them like five times i had interviewed them uh not at northern lights but the other place that burned down saratoga winners which was my favorite place ever it was literally around the corner from my house what a wonderful death trap winners awful place which literally was the the, we joked for years that it was going to burn down yeah yeah and And then it it burned down yes yes by arson but still happened (laughs) right so it was i remember interviewing them in their bus before the show for somebody's website or something and they were talking about like is this place going to collapse on us don't worry yes. about it. It's fine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very likely. Yeah. Anyway, I, saw, I loved the, I loved all of them, and I've seen yeah. them multiple times, and then this show happened. I'm, I'm like, glad oh you had good God. experiences. because I have, Many, I've many. Seen, I've seen Real Big Fish at probably 12. They're so, so maybe great. Maybe 15 times. And yeah. they're all, like, top teners for me. So really? good show. The, wow. yeah, I saw... My, my favorite show of all time was... Uh, Real Big Fish and the Aquabats at the oh. 930 Club in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's One awesome. of the best venues I've ever been to. My two favorite bands yeah, of all listen, time. I love the Aquabats, so that's yeah. great. Oh, my God. Perfect. So, uh, you would put that above Turbo Negro. <laughs> I would. Sorry, oh, my Mark. God. How dare you, sir? Yeah, and Streetlight Manifesto <laughs> opened for him. It was oh, a perfect wow. concert. Very it was wow. quite yeah, literally the perfect very, very concert good. at the yeah. perfect venue. Uh, I saw them years later. I saw Real Big Fish years later. That's like an older man. Mm-hmm. And it was them and Les and Jake, who I also very much enjoy. Yeah, right. And Les and Jake, had, which is great. What a great thing for being like an old band. They had a spin wheel behind them. It was at Northern Lights. A spin the wheel, play a song. So I'd be like, all right, <laughs> we're Les and Jake. Here's the wheel. Boom. Spin it. Song will come up. We'll play it. Oh, <laughs> it I love that concert. 25 oh, songs on there. And been, they're like, could have been if your song is on there, we're playing it. If it's not, we're not playing it. <laughs> I want to see like the spin doctors do it. It's just like two songs just split right there. And it's again, it's just every single one is the same thing. Two princes again, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Two princes. (laughs) Two princes. Here we go. Two princes. (laughs) Rockfest 97. JT and Rich decide they're going to be roadies and try to sneak backstage so they can get off screen for this thing uh rich by, by the way are we gonna talk about that's zachary binks from hocus pocus that's like yeah. the fucking dude his voiceover actor extraordinaire yeah. was in skyrim he's like, actually uh, good in the show too i feel yeah. like rich is a good character at the end the minute i heard him i felt like i was in white run i was just like what the hell <laughs> like he dates dana that's his character he i think he gets married to her i want to oh, say yeah. He's a good character in this i think he's also in full house as like the rich guy is that right? really 
I don't know. Like I recognize rich. the voice, obviously, because he's yeah, like in everything. I think he's uh, in a lot of things yeah. in TJF. Anyway, so they sneak backstage. Al meets up with her friend, Will, who says, come, in, come hang out in my uncle's van. I'm going <laughs> to smoke some weed, which is also like kind of accurate. Like, yeah, okay. right. Especially at a rock concert. Very yeah. accurate. So Al says, like, I'm going to smoke weed to her sisters. And they're like, why? She's like, well, the president did it. That's her excuse. The president did it. Why can't I? And they say the president didn't hail. And she says, yeah, fucking right. Basically, like, he's <laughs> what a crock of shit. Like, think about that whole thing. The Bill Clinton, I didn't inhale. What a uh, what a time. So weirdly dated. Like, we were just talking about at the beginning of the show, you know? What a weird thing. Like, who to cares? Say. Like, out of all, a lot of stuff that he did, who gives a shit, <laughs> you know, at the, in, this, in this day and age. Right. So, yeah. Very bizarre, like yeah. that whole excuse. We were so innocent back then, weren't we? Karen yeah. says pot is bad for beauty, so you shouldn't do it. Dana says this is the ultimate, like, what the fuck? Dana says her friend was going to go to law school, <laughs> tried pot one time, began <laughs> selling it, got arrested, and his whole life was ruined. One time. Was his name Corey by any chance? (laughs) Sean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, one time he's out. Al says, butt out of my life, you guys. Back home, John Luke cooks. Patty creeps. And Dave is right there. She Mm -hmm. just creeps right on on, uh, John Luke. Dave doesn't even give a shit. She goes right for the junk. I mean, that ain't trying to hide that. John Luke, she goes for John Luke's creme brulees, and he ends up burning burn his creme brulees <laughs> and then she chases him out into the living room and he finally <laughs> says like you have a talk and he sits her down and she's like you love your husband you don't need me you're just mad at him and she's like yeah sure i guess you're right so he goes back in and says dave like you got a 10-4 in the living room or whatever like and so he leaves uh tackleberry leaves to take care of patty he tells frank and carol like She's been hitting on me, trying to get in my pants this whole time, you guys. And they don't even respond. Frank's just like, great meal. Nice mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's like, those are snails. And Frank spits them all out. Listen, Frank is a smart man. These are situations you don't yeah. involve yourself right. in. Just yep. let it happen. Yeah. Just, you don't I'm need not to getting be involved. involved. Yeah, right. Nope. Al goes into uh, Will's uncle's fan. His name is Uncle Buzz, of course. Uh-huh. Of course. And he says, Rockfest 72 is way better than this. I can imagine so. The 70s had great rock bands. <laughs> the 90s did not. <laughs> I'm sure it was way better. He doesn't know how old he is. He doesn't know if his limbs work. He has some weird jokes about his hands being backwards and his legs being paralyzed, but it's someone else's legs. Bro, you've I, been smoking for like 30 right. years. I like, thought those jokes were funny, but like these are, sure. this is like LSD, not yeah, weed. Right. Right. You right, know, right. like. You you talked your drugs up, dude. Yeah. So this leads me to like, it's hard because like a weed. I feel like a drunk story is fun and like, oh, this was crazy. Yeah. But weed stories, <laughs> there's not a single good weed story. They're always right. like dumb. Like right. You just hanging out. I sat watch in the a basement, watch boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Buzz. Uncle Buzz tells some stories. They're dumb. He says he's paralyzed. It's someone else's leg, and he creeps out alan will so much they're like this guy's a fucking loser we're out of here we're not smoking any weed both of them say they're not smoking any yeah. they're out yeah 
there. Out of there. Out of them, I guess. Don't go to the say, I van. wouldn't want to smoke with him. So sure. that's fair. He was really weird. Like, so, grab some smoke with each other. That seems much more fun. So I think yeah. Al was try- trying to, like, she was into Will. Yes. Right. That's why she said she wanted to do of it. Of course. Al comes back to the campsite. Dana's like, She's like, I didn't smoke. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not your mother or anything. I don't care. And then she like pulls out a flashlight to check her eyes. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. And then uh, the best part of the whole episode is amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is why I, I put it last. I almost texted you guys when I finished. <laughs> this is why like, I put it last. I cannot believe this ending. <laughs> I cannot believe the ending. We yeah. see, because earlier in the episode, um, what's her name? I forget. The friend is like, uh, maybe I could do like a sexy burglary thing and, and my husband would be into it. So yeah. we see <laughs> we see a burglar inside the Lambert house trying to steal stuff, but not really trying to steal stuff, just being weird. Yeah. In a cat suit or whatever, like trying to pretend to steal stuff. And then the door flings open and like light and smoke machines come through <laughs> yeah. and it's a cop. And he's like, Oh, you're what are you doing? And they wrestle. Yeah. And then the lights come on, and we see it's Frank and Carol doing some weird sex stuff at the end. It's amazing. So good. Have you ever wished so hard for something that it became true? I know, right? It was amazing. I I love how consistent those characters are throughout this. Like, we've watched episode one. We've seen the first episode of Step by Step. They're hot for each other. Exactly the same as they are in, like, the last season. It is phenomenal how they kept it going. And the, I love it. I love like, it. The line by Carol is so funny where she's like, we've already done it three times. It's, like, <laughs> You're so weird. Or something. What the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, just one more time. Just one more time. What the them. hell is happening? You know, sex life is still incredibly oh. healthy. Even in season six, they're still yep. going for it. Right. I love that. That was great. Oh, it was so funny. What a they funny like way to end. They're my favorite couple out of all these, out of everything I know. we've got. I, I love them. As Well, I they know. seem like a relatively healthy couple, too. Yeah. Like, they right. bicker and stuff, but all couples do. Right. Um, it's uh, It all ends in sex. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. it helps, Ev- you know? Everything. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what the episode was about. If they had a fight, if they went to the grocery store, it's going to end in sex. <laughs> What a way to live! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wish that up. was. I wish that was a trope that was real, <laughs> yeah. like makeup sex. Yeah. Like I've experienced it a few times, but certainly not, it's to not the real degree, in real life, right? Right. Not to the degree that like no these sitcoms like the, no the, the anger volume. lingers like a yeah. fight. Like yeah, we're cool yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like let's go about our business, but like. Right. No. In the back of my head, it's still there. You know, it's. Yeah, oh no! But... Every single fight, I'm like, you know. <laughs> maybe this is good (laughs) anything anything could (laughs) or probably not (laughs) or definitely not yeah right what an amazing close i like this episode this was good this this, uh yeah this was a this was like a very fine episode yeah you know what there were some good jokes i guess and i I don't know i'm a huge fan of al like any al centric episode is like it immediately gets my attention and she was great in this. She was very, very funny. Totally. You know, she's incredible. Also, so the other sister, who I still don't bother to learn her name, yeah, Karen. In fashion, yeah, Karen, has not changed in six years. No. I, I've been nope. like, but for the worse, like she's still nope. exactly the same. But she's I will say that I really appreciated her joke about weed being bad for your skin or hair or whatever yeah. it is, mm. because that makes total character sense yeah right. that oh, is yes, why right. she wouldn't do that's it. That's the only right. reason she's right. not doing it. Right. right. And I think that's, I mean, that's spot on mm-hmm. right 
All right, it's time to rank them. We're here. It's time to rank them. Right. Your top five drug TGIF episodes. On, I'm the one's alcohol. Get my meth ready here. Hold on. Oh, yeah, get that ready. <laughs> what you got for number five? I think we're going to sweep it. Minus Family Matters. Family seen. Matters. Um, no. Wow. Mm. Sorry. Uh, Boy Meets World. Oh. I think that was just a shit episode. I think it was a shit. I think it, the whole episode was poorly written. I thought it was rushed. I mm. thought the moral was stupid. I thought the implication of the the booze and how it affects people was stupid. Oh, Mike's spitting out his mouth. Mike, <laughs> Mark's spitting out his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it is gross. This is why they smoke it. <laughs> I was like, just eating a bat. You don't eat it. <laughs> I have a oh. problem. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just like you know the yeah a warped sense uh, of alcohol. The right. film critic in me is just thought this was a terribly constructed episode, and oh, also yeah. wasn't funny and bad and all that stuff. So Boy Meets World was number five for sure. But badly played. Family out. Matters was number four, because, and that's the exact reverse for me. I'm right. going to put Boy Meets World at number four. Just did not. You're right. It was so unrealistic on every single level. The characters acted different. The dad. I still can't get over like him freaking out. Like it was just, it yeah. was not in character with how that guy who's usually very yeah. mellow goes to the flow just burned. Right. <sighs> my original, I think you're right. I think I have to switch this. My original thought was step by step because I thought it was too preachy and dumb of like, Ugh, he went to, he smoked weed once and was going to get into law school, but now <laughs> yeah. he's in jail, baby. He's selling drugs. I just think that one like line screwed it up for me, but I got, uh, Fine, I'll stick with it. Step by step four. There you go. Fun episode, dumb line. Didn't like it. I think my three would be step by step. Um, In a lot of ways, though, this is what I expected. I thought all five episodes were going to be this step by step episode. Right. Right. right, Like, you know, drugs are bad. Don't do them. I'm good. I'm tempted by drugs, but I didn't take it. I mean, that's what I wrote in my full house episode. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally thought it was just going to be like the good girl, even though I was not really the good girl, but the good kid is tempted by drugs with peer pressure and chooses not to do it. So which is what happened. I have to put this in the middle. Medium jokes, medium plot. Mm -hmm. Love Frank and Carol. Right. Extra Mm -hmm. balky. You know, that's (laughs) that's good. That's always going to. Good. bump it up a little bit yeah, okay. uh, yeah i would say so too i put this right in the middle uh it's like i said i like the characters and like the actors and actresses who play these characters mm-hmm. uh i thought there was like meat on the bone there which was cool like i like the rock fed like taking them out of the house bringing them someplace else i i appreciated um very one-dimensional side characters though like uncle buzz was just like yeah. i love you know and especially in this era every stoner is a hippie every single sure. one that's right, the only right. way you can get away with it, I think, is yeah. making them all like the, the Woodstock 70s hippie. Right. That's the only thing the boomers stereo. wouldn't be upset about. You Stereotypical. got it. Right. So, like, very one-dimensional in that case. It wasn't a bad episode, but right. nothing I'd probably really want to that's, go out of my way to watch again. That's why it was okay for Carol yeah. to have tried pot in the 70s, but right. you exactly. know, not for Al to try pot in the 90s, because right. right. boomers it's, can it's, never remember that they were kids. It's yeah. different. It's different, guys. Yeah, the weed's I, different now. Different. <laughs> better now <laughs> very strong uh point i put moy meets world there at three I, the only thing i liked was like the bros hanging out like Corey and sean mm-hmm. hanging out and being bros the but, first half of that episode i thought was fine yeah. I, would, I would just wish they had dwelled on it like i said yeah, yeah. i think right. it, as a two-parter that episode could yeah have been great. i think you're right it probably should be four but i put it three so i'm gonna stick uh what you got for two dinosaurs Ooh. oh but this is tight 
very this is uh this is easily the tightest race i was thoroughly impressed by this episode of dinosaurs i thought it was the best if not one of the best i thought it was a fun representation of drugs um i thought the swerve at the end was funny the fourth wall breaking was all very very funny um but i'll explain in a minute why i liked perfect strangers a little bit better okay number two dinosaurs yes oh i'll touch on this probably once again when we get to the first one but what? there is a i kind of touched on it earlier too this was wow. fantastic i you know and i love dinosaurs and i richfield was out of all the stuff we've seen that my favorite thing out of these five episodes richfield high was very very funny to me sherman helmsley just spitting out all these great like one-liners hysterical i like the one dinosaur who was like paranoid <laughs> and like thinking, very much like, so. i actually wrote that funny. down that paranoid yeah. dinosaur y'all talking about me yeah, yeah i'm saying even in the trailer where you think the joke's over he comes in one more time for a joke that was great yes. really well written but if we're going to take it in the over the arc of like drug episodes i feel like the message of this one isn't as strong as the perfect stranger's message which is why it goes to number two i do wow. love it it's great in any other any other ranking it would probably be number one, but it's it's number two here. Okay, I'm the reverse. I have Perfect Strangers two, Dinosaurs one. I just thought Dinosaurs nailed it. Yeah. Just absolutely nailed it. It's, it was great. It was a great. And episode. I love per- I love the per- Perfect Strangers episode, but I thought you know it's just a little bit less. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. What, so why I mean, why did you guys obviously think? obviously I like Perfect Strangers the most because it's just my show. But um, I, I, like I legitimately laughed at that episode the most. But the two things that I think drove this to me, number one, and is like, you know, Ryan, you give these really good recaps yes. of these shows. But what your recaps seem to miss is the unbelievable physical humor of Perfect Strangers. Sure. Yeah. It's um, hard to you know, like you mentioned the suplex, but just the way those it two was characters interact with each other, like when they get into their little slap fights and when they start fighting over his finger, oh. this is like li- this is. This is transcendent physical humor to me. Right. Unfortunately, just saying what happens doesn't really explain how perfect those two are together. Very good point. Um, And this was a great episode for that, as they all are. And then going back to what Mark had stated a minute ago, I think, again, this had the fact that this showed the ramifications of drug addiction on other people. 100%. Was important. Right. You know, and just to watch Balky's, and I mean, you know, I might be g- giving a little too much information away here, but like I did a lot of drugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. and, <laughs> um, and like this happens, sure. you know, like you start, you call into work once and it's like not that big a deal. And then you call out of work two times and it's not that big a deal. And then all of a sudden you're missing a bunch of days of work. And like your grades start dropping and all this stuff. You don't, you, the person doing the drugs, don't realize this is happening. Um, so to actually show that Larry had to go to work for Balky and work twice as hard for Balky and all this stuff, you know, the fact that he is ignoring his family, he does, he, you know, his mom is the most important thing to him. And he's just like, it, it means something. And all these other things are just, either nothing episodes or bullshit propaganda episodes right. and we see the consequences here 
And we see the consequences here, you know, and now he's spending money on more television, you know, right, like right, his right. little bit of his little television is gone. And now he, he has to buy more television. He works in the mailroom. He doesn't make that much. Yeah. And now he's spending and it on more TV. He bought a satellite at the end, too, which was a great right. joke. But, you know, like you said, go falls in line with what we're talking about here. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, when it really comes down to it, not only do I just love Perfect Strangers, but I thought this was the only drug episode we watched that actually had an impact. And to kind of build on that, I think what impressed me the most was they did it without mentioning drugs. Like, it was not, like, it was so well-written where you got it. Like, I could watch this and totally get what they were talking about. Maybe not at the time because I was young, but as an adult, I can see this. And I'm like, this was some great writing. Like, to Mm. actually weave everything in here but not and and make it subtle but not subtle. Like, it's clear what it's talking about. I was just very impressed by that. Um, uh, Greg's right. The physical comedy was great. Like with them fighting over the remote out of the, uh, you know, outside the window. And then like the mm-hmm. noise of it clanking down the stairs, I thought was very funny. Uh, just really, really well done. I, I, I like the message. Like I talked about it earlier about just how this, you can do things, but it has to be in moderation. You have self-control needs to be the most important thing in your life, no matter what it is, you need to control yourself. And if you can control yourself, you can enjoy these little things, which I think is a great message. Um, so I really appreciate them coming forward with that, which once again, 1987, you weren't getting right. This right. you were getting like, don't do cocaine in the bathroom with those hot chicks or like, you know, like don't smoke weed. and It'll make you, you know, you'll, you'll turn it uncle buzz yeah right so i like that it was just like a very realistic approach to it so without even saying it i think it's like i said very clever the show is over and the next show we got to figure out because we'll figure it out later we will and it's going to be a great episode just like this one hey tgif pod fans the show's not quite over yet we lied uh real quick before we get to the next episode which we decided off air i want to get through some plugs real quick you can follow the other boys uh, Greg at KillerGreg17 on Twitter. Uh, Mark at MegastarMark on the Tweet Machine. You can follow them at WCWTF Podcast on Twitter, where they uh, reviewed most recently, what was it, Sin, I want to say? WCW Sin. So if you're into the old wrestling and nostalgia, they're also posting uh, WCW's worst merch, which is really fun. Among other many funny things, they also have idiotswithmikes.com where you can find their live streams every Tuesday on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash idiotswithmikes, and they do different pop culture shows each Tuesday, so go check that out. You can follow myself at NationPod on Twitter where we just reviewed WrestleMania 37, so you can go check that out. There's also other shenanigans and tomfoolery going on over there. Follow this podcast at PodTGIF. If you don't do that, uh, please go click subscribe. Please go click, click follow, whatever the fuck it is on Twitter. Go click it. Go click whatever they say. Don't click Don't click viruses, though. Watch out for those. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We're putting up clips. If you like the show and you want these little clip versions, you can find them at... YouTube.com channel TJF Pod. Real simple. You can find us on there and find our lovely faces and check us out there. Uh, we appreciate everybody for listening. And now to the main event. You know, we're big wrestling fans. It's time for the main event. The next episode of the TJF Podcast that will be coming in May. The theme is prom episodes. So get those tuxedos and fancy dresses ready. 
because we're going to get some bad music going. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be looking fine. We're going to be uh, being awkward. I feel like that's the number one thing about prom, being super awkward, trying to sneak drinks into the dance, whatever you do. We're going to be doing that in May. So look out for TJF Pod Top 5 TGIF Prom Episodes. There's a lot of options out there, so check it out. Thanks again for watching, listening, whatever you're doing out there. Subscribe to the podcast on wherever you are, whatever you use. I think we're on almost everything, so please subscribe. Let us know if you like the show on Twitter, at PodTGIF. We appreciate all of you. Peace out. Peace out.